Yo, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Fun Within Podcast. Uh, this is episode 26. We've got a lot of people on again this time. We got uh, perverted legend Matt K. Of magnitude, Yo. of magnitude fame. We got Dan. We got Warren. I'm sorry. That's his only name. Yo, Warren. Yo, Warren from Warren. We got uh, Lennon from various bands. And then we got old school Eric on. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, some new music today, Scareborn record release, and our top five youth crew records since Matt is on, which the listeners will either love or hate, but I thought it was a pretty cool idea. What's up, everyone? Yo, what's up? That's nothing else to say. We got. We're going to break down the walls today. Thanks. <laughs> we're going to speak uh, out. So we used to do new music at the beginning of every episode, and then we just kind of stopped, not for any reason, but there's been a bunch of good stuff that's come out this year so far, so I think we wanted to just go down the list really quick. Uh, you guys just want, did you guys have anything different than what I sent, or you just want me to say it all? I probably had some different shit, but you go first. Okay. All right, so from my list you of stuff- You sent a list? Yeah, whoa. Damn. I received no such list. Yeah, uh, I, I, I asked for a list so that I could listen to all this shit. It's fine. This is fine. There's all one right. on here I didn't listen to yet, but that's fine. Okay. Uh, so first, Street Hassle, uh, band out of Syracuse. They put out a three-song uh, three uh, promo tape. I love it. I listened to it like probably 20 times since it came out. Even Eric liked it, so that's a good litmus test if, it's, if it sucks ass or not. Yeah, usually if he likes it, it means it sucks ass. <laughs> Well, sorry, That's for very straight, true. Start, sorry for straight hassles sake then but not, yeah not I, today. Did, I did like it yeah, yeah. it's, good. it's I, good i know i sound like a broken record because you guys heard this take already but i think it sounds a lot like early bane yeah which is the best shit so i mean when i first listened to it i, I had an early half at times especially his voice i think sounds like him at times but uh i think it's really sick uh, I think Syracuse has a really good thing going right now, and a bunch of their bands seem to be getting some recognition. So, uh, yeah, good for them. They have a cool uh, scene. It, yeah, it kind of reminded me of, um, of like, Age of Coral, like okay. the way some of the fast parts were played, and like I want to say that they that they said Crow Mags and the and the influences was it, they they said the big three. I forgot what it what all it was, but one of them was the Crow Mags. I mean, that, that makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah, I, I hear that, and I like that they're doing like Age of Coral mags and not like Thrat, not like Harley singing Thrash, not like mags. Alpha and Omega and all that shit. And yeah, yeah. Uh, I will say, uh, Eric put it like, I don't know. I think the coolest part about it is like it's obviously not like hard, quote unquote, but it has mosh parts and they hit really hard. Eric described it as being positively hard or something like posi mosh. Yeah, posi mosh. Yeah, I think that's a good way to put it. It's really sick. But uh, that came out on uh, Designated Moshers Unit, so go check that out. Actually, the first, awesome. the first three releases are on DMU. The next one's Identity Fight. Um, I like this a lot when I listen to it. Um, I don't know if anyone else got the chance to listen to it, but I don't know. I thought it was sick. It's just fast. It sounds kind of dirty. The recording quality is like really shitty, but in a really good way, if that makes sense. And I saw some people comparing it to Knife Fight, and I guess that would be pretty decent, uh, pretty decent comparison. Uh, none of this is well. I think Street Hassle is definitely on Spotify. I don't think the other two from DMU are on Spotify. 
so you have to go to their band camp. But uh, yeah, Identity Flight's good. It's just fast, hardcore. It's dope. Uh, next was Corrective Measure, which is an old band that when I saw the name, I was like, are they just, is this a new band using the name? But apparently it's the same band, right? Yeah. That yep. seven inch that they put out on Atomic Action in like 2016. 16, I, yeah. It came out I used to love it. Yeah. I don't know why they took almost a decade off and then came back, but uh, yeah, that's on there. It's not on Spotify. That's on the DMU Bandcamp as well. So you can check that out. They're dope. They played Wilkes Bear like on that tour in like 2015 or 2016 with like Locke and Freedom and something else. Yeah, a long and, uh, time ago. Yeah, and they covered like two or three straight ahead songs at the show, and I was like, "That's yep, dope. This is good." Matt, have you listened to them? I feel like that would be your shit. Corrective measure, yeah. I didn't. I haven't listened to the new stuff yet, but I really, really liked the demo in the seven inch. Um, my old band played with them. I think we might have done something uh, where it was like two days in a row or something, where like we drove to Atlanta and then played in Charlotte the next day or something. Ooh. I don't know. We played with them a couple times, but when they played at, uh, they played in Charlotte. They were on tour with this other band that the name escapes me. It was like one of the corrective measure guys, like side bands and they covered uh judge in my way. And then I think corrective measure did straight ahead. There were like a bunch of covers done at that show. It was awesome. The vibes were immaculate. Old yeah. School. I think uh, yeah, all three dope. of these, these bands would be up your alley, Matt, if you haven't checked them all out yet. definitely. Yeah. Do. I liked, I liked them all. Um, I thought, uh, I think identity shock was my favorite. And yeah. I think, uh, yeah, the knife fight, the knife fight comparison, I think is like very appropriate. Yeah. They're dope. They're beast. Uh, next, we got a moment of truth, uh, two song promo that came out on Streets of Hate. Uh, well, I guess three songs if you count the intro. Injects ingesting oxidized uranium and mini ops terminated. I feel like the amount of people who didn't get that the first one is just IOU and the second one is MOT. Because when I said that, some people they were like, "Oh, oh my god!" And I was mm-hmm. like, "Yeah," because I remember when Burke sent the songs, he said. I couldn't think of anything else to go for IOU. So he said ingesting oxidized uranium because he's a deranged prick. It took them long enough to make these fucking, put this shit out. Oh, I'm I'm convinced the LP or whatever it's going to be will be out in 2026. I'm not even like making that up. I legitimately think it'll be easily a year and a half before we hear it. But yeah, this is their best stuff yet though, I think. Yeah, the song's good. Uh, They got two singers now. Uh, Burke and their friend Yuhad, who has been part of their squad forever, sounds awesome. I can say I've I've seen both shows they played uh, with Yuhad, one in South Florida and one at FYA, and both were fucking crazy. So, shit's dope. Uh, next we got It's the Limit, which came out on uh, the drummer of Moment of Truth's label, Fortress Records. Anyone listen to that shit? Yeah, I, li- I liked it. I-, I like that like hardcore like that exists in 2024. Yeah, I thought it was dope. Uh, it's just very, very to the point. The recording quality also sounds very shitty, but in a good way. I if I I talk, I'm friends with the singer Steven. He's awesome. I'm not even kidding. I think he said they recorded it in like 15 or 20 minutes. Like they That's were recording so cool. something else in the studio, and they were like, "Hey, can you let us do this really quick?" And they just bust banged it out real quick. So. I feel like every scene needs a band like that. Yeah, it's dope. Like, just a regular-ass hardcore band. They can play a bunch of, like, old covers and get new kids into classical music. Yeah, and I'd say the good thing about them is is it is definitely classical-type hardcore, but his voice sounds really hard. So I think maybe some of the, like, beat-down-type metallic kids would be like, oh, this is sick, you know what I mean? So it's got a good mix, some for everyone. 
Uh, next, we got Disguise, which came out on Big Country Records. I thought it was pretty dope. I think it's my favorite takedown band yet. Um, the kid, the kid who sings in it, he's doing a shitload of bands right now and has been. So, what other bands? Uh, he played in Reaching Out. He plays in uh, fuck, what are they called? This this discontent, discontent. cost of dying. Yeah, cost of dying. So he's doing a lot right now. Young legend. He sings for this band. His voice sounds crazy. I, I when I first heard it, I, I didn't know who sang. When I saw it was him, I was kind of in shock. So it must be the one. There's a one kid in Discontent who I don't know. So I'm guessing it's yeah, just the bass player. player. His name's Caden. He's the New Jersey kid. Yeah, yeah. he's sick. He's awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, next. Uh, have a it's cross a disbelief. I don't know if this is this definitely isn't everyone in here. Shit, I thought it was good, especially I'm pretty fucking sickened by hardcore like this at this point at the moment at least, and I still liked it. So I feel like that's a good a good way to tell if it's actually sick or not. Uh, some of it, uh, some of it sounded ahead. like aftershock to me, which I thought was cool. Yeah, it just sounds it sounds fucking crazy. It came out on. I always want to say Ethereum. It's a fire, right? I guess. Who knows? Whatever. Matt would, Matt would probably know. Matt, you know about that? <laughs> uh, Wait, what do no, you, I think it's... Wait, I let, think let's it's, hear Matt's... Yeah, how do you think it's pronounced? I want to hear this. I thought it was a Fira, but I've also heard that it's a Fira. I've so always said a Fira. It's probably, you're probably right. I don't know. I'm probably wrong. Shout out to Friday Legend J, though. Matt's uh, like, I, I like some metalcore, like Judge. <laughs> <laughs> Biker metal. Uh, next we got uh the well, the last one on my list is the new DOP uh tracks is one new song, uh then a death threat cover came out on Northern Wrestling Streets of Hate. Uh, I mean they're fucking popping off. They're gonna be huge this year. I think they're gonna do a lot of crazy stuff this year. So, uh, I they're going this, to J- Japan or they're going to all over Asia next month. So, I think this is the best band currently playing like the best new band playing like heavy hardcore. I I would agree with that. I mean, they have the they have the style they're doing down to like a science. Yeah, Sean sounds awesome. Uh, Owen, Jev, Ben, everyone in the band's a great musician. So, yeah. What else did you guys have? Any other list? I have one thing. Uh, okay. This record by a band called Crawlspace. They're from uh, Pacific Northwest. It's like fast, just straight up HC like. Uh, Honestly, like Night Fight, early 2000s shit. So if you like that kind of shit or uh, Government Warning or like... They sound like the other... Great Mistake Records. Yeah, if you like uh, Alpha Omega and Near Death Revenge. Now, surely they know of the Bel- the Belgium band Crawl Space. That's what I'm saying. They sound like for new Crawl Space, for fans of the old Crawl Space. For, for fans <laughs> of Don't Get Mad, Get Even. If you haven't listened to Crawl Space, Don't Get Mad, Get Even... Matt would despise it probably. That shit's hard. I have no clue what that is. Uh, it's definitely not. It's definitely some YouTube core, but it's like actually good. Oh, uh, okay. Don't get mad. Get even is the name of the record. Don't listen to it, Matt. You're not gonna like it. You're this is and this it. is the the Belgian band or the one yeah, that Dan's talking yeah about? they're from okay. the nine. They're from it's the late not, doesn't it doesn't sound like knife fight? Okay. No, it does not sound like <laughs> knife fight. It sounds like a. Does it sound like the other Belgian stuff? It does under, not sound like dead stop, bro. It's, it's under the it's under the same hardcore. umbrella as like metallic hardcore you would expect from Belgium. Pass. So not justice. <laughs> so it does pass. not sound like loud and clear. 
It sounds like oh, the, I mean the other Belgian horn. The other Belgian guy. <laughs> uh, anyone else? I had one more. I thought of. Does anyone else? Yeah, I got. Anything? I got one. Well, oh I have God. two. Uh, just last man out. I can't remember if that came out like before the end of the year or. I can't remember January. if that was this year or not. I think I think it was this year, but uh, I don't know. I mean, like pretty much like when they started out, I would say it was the definition of just like a local band, but I feel like this is a much level up from the first stuff that they came out with. Shout out Stucky. They're going to the Pacific Northwest with uh fool's game and risk. Uh, I think like not this week, but the following week. So hopefully those shows are cool. Um, it's like right before Jag that fest that's going out there. So it's cool that they're getting some other shows besides just the fest. Yeah. And, you know, before we go into like this youth crew bullshit, I just want to say that <laughs> like I literally cannot stop listening to Headbusser. Like, yeah, I need I to see that band on. more than air. I almost put Headbusser on, but it was last year, so I didn't. But uh, they are really good. I know the name might deter some people. Last but, year was like three weeks ago, bro. It's fine. I don't know. Yeah, but we haven't. It came out like way last year. Like, yeah, it I'm came sure. out a while ago. It's not new by any means, but I'm no, adding it. But to it my is list good. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Uh, the last thing I was going to say is that the document comp is on streaming. It apparently. Oh. Whoa. I know. I'm not doing that, bro. Remain people, silent, bro. We got you. <laughs> people want to fucking. Uh, People trying to fucking gatekeep this comp, I think we should celebrate this Japanese-type hardcore. There's some fucking dope-ass songs on here. Specifically, uh, the November Moon song is, is my favorite. But, uh, I mean, there's a lot of sick stuff on here. Statecraft song, Loyal to the Grave song is awesome. The Cannon song is awesome. When we when we played with Loyal to the Grave in Tokyo, they uh, they played the that comp song. That's awesome. They were like, we have not played this song in easily... Close to 20 years, but... That's crazy. We know you love the comp, so we're going to play it for you guys. Yeah, but it's uh, called The Document. Check it out. Listen to it front to back. It's a lot of dope shit on there that you'll never see live ever in your life and maybe 100 people on Earth care about, but that's what it's all about. Something else pretty sick came on streaming. What? OLC. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. I mean... These motherfuckers decided to drop Crime Ridden Society on the first day of Black History Month, and you could not <laughs> you could not tell me that's not why they chose that date. I know for a fact it was because they're like moronic edgelords. Like it has to be that's why they released it that day. I don't think Chubby Fresh knows what that is, to be fair. Because <laughs> the first is on a <laughs> I know everyone releases music on Fridays now, which I fucking hate and don't get, but the first is on a Thursday. So they 100% just did that just to be spiteful, weird fuckers. So I don't know. Chubby Fresh went on Instagram live a few days ago and was saying some crazy shit, bro. Give us the rundown. No, let's let's not. No. Their brains brains are just lost. But I mean, crime rate society, like if you don't like that. He was basically, and I mean, I mean, I'll say it just because I don't give a shit and everyone knows they're kind of bad people. He was basically saying hardcore is not hard anymore, blah, blah, blah. He was like, uh, he said something along the lines, like, yeah, we don't have to like gay people. And it was just like, all right, buddy, like, whatever, bro. But what he he did say was facts, though, was like, hardcore to me is judge and youth of today and not not all this bullshit. He did say something really funny. He's like, 
I'm trying to think of one hardcore band that's, that's still around now. Error. And he paused for me. He said, Error. They're yeah. hard. And I was like, yeah, you're right about that. I heard I mean, something funny about him at uh, FYA. And apparently Chubby Fresh used to own a tanning salon in Cleveland. And when you walked in, there's just uh, One Life Brew records like for sale at the front. And Bob confirmed that and said it was real. That's So God. that's awesome. like fucking like psychotically stupid and weird. But uh, yeah, I mean, Crime Ridden, one of the best hardcore records ever. It sucks that the people in the band, you just will never be able to see it played live. So it is what it is. Uh, apparently, American Justice, from what Chubby said, is going to be on Spotify, which I don't My see. God. I don't see any way that that, that, that <laughs> lasts more than five days, top, five business days tops. So there's no way. There's an absolutely no way. There's no I way. I got a copy on CD. It's all right. When they take yeah. it back down off Spotify, I'll just pop the oh, old- I have it on my phone, but I just don't see. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, that, the reality check demo. We don't. We don't need all that. I mean, honestly, yeah, the songs on that are crazy. This is really funny, Lennon. Uh, when I was in probably the tenth grade or the eleventh grade or something like. Uh, yeah, it's probably tenth or eleventh grade. Uh, the know the score demo had the. Uh, yeah, it had that on it, and I was just like, "Damn, this is a crazy know the score song." And I didn't realize that it was a One Life Crew song until probably like 2012, 2013. So yeah, that's the de- that's the last demo they put out where the kick drum sounds like someone's flicking. Dude, a, it's, it sounds movie. like yeah, they're like hitting a piece of cardboard. It's like dun 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 dun. dun. I don't even know. How Those songs are awesome on that. They demo. are all, no, they truly are awesome. They're hard as shit, but uh, I don't know why the drum sounds that way. It's really bad. But uh, also they they changed the lyrics uh, from the original in Necessary Vengeance. The lyric is "Hunted by Big Daddy." And they change the lyrics, the Know the Score version, they say Hunted by Big Jeffy, because Jeffy is the drummer of Know the Score, and he's a large fellow. <laughs> Legend. Some lore. Uh, yeah, is that all we got for new music? Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on, we're going to do a, a quick recap of the Scareborn record release. I'll say uh, the show was so good, I'm straight up claiming Lithuanian as my heritage now. Facts. It was a, a B-spot, bro. When we walked into the room... Uh, I was shocked at how big it was. Not necessarily the room, I guess, that big, but the ceiling was straight up like, I'm not even kidding, like maybe 40 feet tall. No, the room is pretty big. The room is big, but the ceiling was huge. Like, I, I don't know. It's pretty crazy, but... uh, Well, some inside baseball on that is that there's a smaller room downstairs. Uh, everybody here was at the show, so everybody here saw it. That is saying inside baseball? Yeah. This is like... Behind the curtain knowledge. <laughs> Eric getting schooled on sports shit right now is awesome. My linen of all people. Hey, man. I watched baseball until 2004 when the <laughs> I stopped. I stopped. I stopped caring about baseball when the when the Florida Marlins became the Miami Marlins, bro. Okay, I would fair too. Enough. Fuck them. Sorry, Anyways. sorry, sorry to sidebar that. No, it's all right. Um, the the you guys were all there. You saw that there's a smaller. Room downstairs. downstairs. Yeah. And the show was originally supposed to be in that small room. And Bob was like, Hey, this show's about to sell out in pre-sales, which is crazy. Like for Bob shows, unless it's like a huge show, people don't really buy pre-sales. They just like walk up at the door, you know? So he was like, we can either leave it there and just leave it sold out, or we can move it to the big room. And me and Dan and Bob and Molly kind of all collectively were like talking about it. And we're like, nah, let's just move it to the big room. So more people can buy. 
And when I got there, I walked in and saw the small room first. And I was like, yo, is, if that's the small room, I, I thought I was about to have a heart attack because the small room is <laughs> It's big, but there's a lot of shit in the way. Yeah. Like killers you know, I don't know if you saw that. I mean, honestly, it was awesome, though. Like, no one, as big as the room was, there was no one, like, trying to stand as far back as they could. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I was so, talking about the small room, like the, with the pillars and shit. But oh, I didn't even go see the small room. Yeah. I didn't even go check it out. But uh, the big room, I mean, the vibe was fucking on for the entire oh, show, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Right. Uh, Bob found this place, the uh, Lithuanian Music Hall. I don't remember how he found it. I think he was just hitting random places up. So, a little backstory: this show was like fucked. The Warren record release and the Scarab record release were fucked for a while. Nothing was working out because you guys originally weren't. It wasn't a combined thing. It was like a last resort thing, was it not? Uh, Dan can tell this part of the story. Uh, six months of planning and nothing worked out. Yeah. And uh, this kind of just came together real last minute. And I'm glad it worked out the way that it did. Uh, the original ideas that we had were pretty dope. It's just that the timing was wrong. Bands didn't want to do it in the end, and things just weren't working out right. Well, Warren was always supposed to play the show, right? It just wasn't originally supposed to be the record release show. Like, that was supposed to be something separate, and then... Yeah, we were end. supposed to have it in yeah. December, originally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. War, there was going to be a separate Warren record release, and we we were just going to have Warren play our record release. And then when theirs kept, like, getting delayed because they couldn't find venues or, like, whatever... We had kind of already had like a half-baked show. Like we had like a venue idea and then we had like bands we had like asked who were like, yeah, we're probably down. We'll, we'll let you know. And then we're like, fuck it. We'll just make it a dual record release. And then as soon as Warren uh, record release became our record release, they brought their uh, curse to, to our house as well. Because then the fucking venue <laughs> all started falling through. Bands all started being like, no, we actually can't play. But whatever. I mean, it turned out fucking awesome straight up. Uh, I guess we can just go band by band real quick. I'm uh, not, just just real quick. Ahead. I like the I like the concept of a of a double record release show, especially like when the bands are actually friends. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, I mean it, it made it, sense. It's different if like you guys, you know they didn't know each other. If Warren was like from wherever the fuck, but like you guys are actually boys. So like I think the concept of doing it like a double record release on a six show is is better than two separate ones. Yeah, I agree. Is, is Warren claiming Philly HXC now? Is that in the Warren bio? We claim uh, Pennsylvania hardcore. All right, I'll, I'll take Eastern that. Pennsylvania hardcore. I'll take that. Uh, yeah. So first was discontent starting to show off. Uh, the young fucking legends. Uh, I don't live in Philly, but I, I can say I, I've obviously I remember when these kids first started coming around, especially Andrew, um, and David Guys, Tots. Yeah, I remember them coming around and like riding with Mully and they were like just like little fucking gremlins, but they just moshed and went crazy and like sang along to hear the knife and shit. And uh, it's just awesome to see them, you know, becoming part of the scene and being like the next generation, I guess, as corny as that sounds. But uh, yeah, I thought their set was fucking dope. It was a really good way to start the night and I think kind of set the tone for the night. I don't know if anyone else wants to chime in. And... They're, they're How old are those sick. kids? They'd probably like... Uh, early 20s like yeah yeah I think one kid looks like, like Matt Young. i think andrew and david might be 21 they're the oldest ones, aren't they? yeah they're the oldest ones 
I'm not sure how old Caden is. Like, he might just be like straight up out of, right out of high school. They're young though, like all yeah. of all younger than 22 as far, as far as I can remember. Actual so, young kids, not like being like, oh, this this young dude. Yeah, yeah. Here, he's fucking 25 years old or something. Weird. <laughs> Enough of that, dude. I I could do a whole podcast about that. But maybe that's for another day. Let's keep it positive. This is the youth crew episode. This is yeah. This is youth no crew. man. It's got to be negative until that segment. All right. I'm just kidding. Shout um, out discontent. Then they straight up betrayed takedown records for Streets of Hate. That's cool. <laughs> the that's new cool. song they put out. The new song they put out is the best song. It's it their best. Backwards. It's their best yeah, song. I agree. That song I'm glad so that they're good. getting a little faster, dude. I will say uh, I heard the unreleased "Killing Me" songs, uh, and I definitely they're definitely going more in that direction too from that. But uh, those songs are really good. It's kind of funny how it turned out, I guess. But uh, discontent sick. Shout out I don't to know them. If, I don't know if killing me is like actually done. I would probably say it's Dude, just on hiatus, but like should be done. They it's shouldn't the be done people. at all. They're fucking amazing. That it's band the is so same good. People doing the same thing. <laughs> Eric's brain is broken right now. Eric, yeah, we don't have to go into that, bro. Uh, this content's <laughs> awesome. This content is awesome. Shout out to him. I, I they mean I had no intentions of moshing because I was just gonna watch and then I just felt the spirit and I had to get out there for him. So. I, feel, I feel like you saw me go in there and I saw you go in there and like are we like all we right, were vibing? Yeah. I, put, I put the hood on, yeah. zipped that bitch all the way up and just you know got to dancing. But uh, yeah, discontent was dope. Uh, next we had uh, Burning Lord. Uh, I saw them at FYA and it was fucking awesome. But for someone like me who doesn't get to see them that often, it was even better seeing them just like at a more regular show think we can all agree that uh there's almost i don't know i'd almost prefer a uh a band i like seeing them just at a regular show a good show type vibe than a fest but uh oh for sure yeah mm-hmm. but dude they were good as fuck they opened with the chromax song kev hair acted like he fucking i don't even know like he was possessed or something being a dildo out there uh yeah they're fucking dope everyone in uh burning lord is sick as fuck so yeah, you I'm, glad that, uh, I'm glad that I got to see them play with their actual drummer. Yeah, Lennon didn't have to That is not time. the actual drummer. Uh, is it really well, not? No, Sean Rose is a fill-in. Well, there you go. Right, never but mind. But he's fucking, when he plays with them, it's awesome. I guess more uh, so what I mean is I'm glad that I got to watch them play instead of filling play. in. Yeah. There's always next time. I guess that's this, was, this was the best time I've seen Burning Lord. I thought they just sounded like so on point they did sound good uh like i said everyone in the band's fucking sick epic dudes uh they I have loved new- during, during their set when the uh the someone moshed into the wall and unplugged the one dude power strip that all of the amps and that the were plugged into that was the start of that for the next three sets quite yeah, literally just fucking silence like, well, except the actually drums. <laughs> actually for the next for the the rest of the band so Warren, D.O.M., and uh, Scarab, the power all went out each time because, like Lennon said, there was one power strip, and it was, like, at the edge of where people were moshing on the left side of the room. So anytime you would go over there, it would just obviously get fucking kicked out, and then everything would just go off. Yeah. It was kind of a treacherous vibe. Yeah, it was awesome. But, uh, yeah, I thought their set was good. They got a uh, They got a new record coming out called 
called uh, Arcane Demolition on Streets of Hate. I don't know. If, I don't think there's a release date, but they played a few songs off of it and it sounded fucking sick. So uh, I think it's a yeah. full length record, right? Yeah, yeah it is. That's yeah, what I everyone was saying. That's fucking yeah, sick. It's a straight up LP. Kyle Nolan keeps telling me it's 37 minutes long, which I was told is a lie, but yeah, it's, I don't think I hope true. not. I won't be into it at all. <laughs> it's 47 <laughs> minutes, actually. He said it's something like insanely long, which he's just being a fucking little alley, uh, attic dwelling uh, fucking troll, but we don't got to worry about that. Uh, next was, was Warren next? Yeah. yeah. All right, Dan, go ahead. Tell us everyone about the cursed ass situation. <laughs> So before I get to the curse part, uh, it was cool that Burning Lord played another Warren record release. Did they play That's the last Yeah, they played the LP record release. Uh, they played oh, like two shit, or three I songs. All about that. Yeah, they played like two or three songs before C4. So pretty dope to have the boys do another thing with it. Uh, that's family right there. Oh, yeah. That's funny. But uh, our guitarist had an emergency come up. 30 minutes before I got to the venue and uh, everyone was pretty frazzled. <laughs> so the set was, uh, it was something, but it was cool. Reaction was dope. The curse continues, I guess, into 2024, which is awesome. Yeah. Shout out the dude who filled in last month. Well, he's pretty much in the band, but he doesn't know a lot of the lead shit. Yeah. But Sean's the man. He plays never again, so shout out to them too. So was Sean supposed to play second guitar the whole time, or? Yeah. Okay. All right. You, like yeah, he was Sean supposed was to play, play. The five piece. Yeah, Sean was going to play right. regardless. It yeah. was uh, also Caleb's last show with us. He did pretty good. Uh, yeah, it was awesome. I didn't expect the the hammer cover to go off. Oh, it did. It went great. Yeah, yeah I was also surprised. Acting like a straight asshole when it came on. He, I have a popped rib right now. He definitely knows that. He just walked up and tried to kick me in the fucking ribs. Thankfully, he was donkey kicking people. It's thankfully, crazy. he's slow and not agile at all, so I quickly outmaneuvered him. But my word, brother, let me breathe. Sig was about to be uh, spinning me around by my ankles during that cover. Yeah, <laughs> it was dope. Uh, the cover went off well. The I remember specifically... The power went off during the end of the hammer for Warren. Like the the epic ass part, it was just nothing but drums for like probably ten to fifteen seconds. So they got to figure out something else next time for that uh that whole situation because that was kind of crazy. But um yeah, uh next was Division of Mind, and oh my fucking god, did they sound just straight up insane, bro? Yeah. They're like. It sounds corny, but they're one of the most evil sounding bands I think I've ever seen live. Yeah. Like, it just sounds like, it sounds like literally you're in a cave, all the lights are off and something fucked up's happening. They um, were, uh, they were the first band we asked to play and they said yes, like immediately. That's awesome. So I don't, yeah. I don't know anyone in that band, but uh, I will say this every time I watch them, especially I watch the drummer a lot this time, dude, he's sick as fuck. All of them, just the way the songwriting shit they do is awesome. So, yeah, they're all cool. They're all cool people, and the not only are they like a good band, but they're actually all really good at their instruments, which obviously yeah. is not a fucking prerequisite for a fucking core band, you know. But they happen to also. Well, yeah, you can tell they actually are. Like, uh, I don't know. Um, they play two new new songs that are going to be on a record. Which, I mean, the last thing that came out for them was what twenty twenty one. 
Yeah, it was 19. 19. It was like right before COVID. I remember it was right before COVID and COVID like fucked it. That's crazy. That LP is yeah. really good now that I. So it's either 19 or 20 when it came out. I feel like that did go under the radar a little bit just because of COVID because, you know, no one could do anything. But uh, that record's sick as fuck. Their demo is awesome. Uh, I'm just dick riding up a storm right now. But that was, aside from from Scarab, that was probably my favorite set of the night just because it was, they just sounded so crazy. Yeah, they were uh, awesome. It's, ni- it's 19. Yeah. I just checked. Okay, yeah. That's, that's crazy. So five years ago that came out. They're finally doing another LP. Uh, hey, big Big corrective measure. Corrective measure yeah. can do it after fucking eight years. That, that's facts. Uh, Big Country was out there moshing for some bizarre reason. He has decided that stage diving and moshing is cool at the age of 25. He picked a really bad time because he's only got like three or four years left before shit starts to hurt really bad. So he, I what guess, get it in while you can. What, what, what do you mean? By that, he like never moshed when he was younger. Or he almost, he I really never saw him mosh. I never saw him stage dive. And then this is hardcore. We were standing on the stage for some band, and he just like looked at me all fucking like Doctor Evil, and then just jumped and just everyone, of course, fell down to the ground because he's like two hundred and fifty something pounds. So I was just like, "What are you doing, brother?" But you not be diving. You can I mean, die pro- if you're over 200 pounds. I... Don't dive. Save my neck. Pause. Pause. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. I don't know. <laughs> I might be in the minority on that, but good God! Shout out to Dylan. Uh, he's yeah, still a part of Dylan. this. He's still a part of this podcast. But I told him, you know, like uh, if you can't be here, I'm still gonna do it. This is the second. He's set. dealing with car <laughs> problems right now. So he said, "I have to do." He wouldn't tell me what he said. <laughs> I have to do something tonight, that night, and I was like, "Okay, brother, that's fine." Yeah, he, he's shout listening. Out he's listening to this one song by Adam Sandler right now about his car. <laughs> uh, he'll be back. He'll be back on the next episode. I fucking hope. I mean, my word. Um. Yeah, and then last but not least, we had Scarab. I would say the set was a fucking movie. Why don't you? I'll let Lennon, I'll let you talk about it. Um. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it was probably my favorite Scarab set. Um, that we played thus far. Um, we've only been a band for not even a year, right? Yeah, like ten months. Yeah. So to get to do all the shit that we've gotten to do already is really cool. Uh, shout out to the people who accused us of getting on this is hardcore via nepotism. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we um, it was really this cool. Saturday, huh? Oh, opening yeah. this Saturday, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Um, yeah. it was cool. I'm glad that it all came together the way it did. There was a bunch of friends from all over who were all there, which was really fucking cool. Um, pe- a lot of people traveled. traveled. A lot of people traveled. Matt K, Pete Judge, Alec was there. Big Steve, yeah. I wish you didn't tell me Alec was going to be there. Yeah, Scanlon was there. But, uh, yeah, it was cool to just see a bunch of friends and hang out. Uh, When all was said and done, there was a shitload of people there. Um, And uh, the colossal, humongous room was packed out. People were singing along to, like, every song, dancing to every song. We played a fucking awesome. bunch cover that I didn't know how it was going to go over, but it went, went over, over amazingly well, bro. It's going to stay in the rotation now. Hell yeah. And, uh, I, the train... I... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you good. I was going to say the, the train rolls on and we got a bunch of um, 
we're going in the stew soon for some new shit and we're playing a bunch of shows coming up and yeah keeping it moving uh yeah i think scanlon was a little offended because i someone was saying something there was a long island show that night and i just walked up to him and i was like oh what i was gonna ask him what shows on long island that night i was like oh i forgot you don't live there and he was like well, people will say I don't travel to shows on Long Island, but I do. But I think I asked him just because it was something funny because I think Pete said from the pond was playing Long Island. Oh, it was, the same oh, it was night. Cypher. Yeah. Cypher, Cypher, yeah, Cypher. Cypher. And I think from the pond, Pete said, which is two funny-ass bands to be playing a show in 2024. But uh, Cypher's got some tracks, bro. We put Matt on a little bit, bro. <laughs> I don't know about that. We put you on, bro. I think someone said, I forgot, I, it might have been, fuck, I can't remember, it might have been Brezza. They were like, it's like kind of like Kendiri or whatever, and Matt was just like, I, I, have, I don't I have no fucking idea what that is. Yeah. True. It's got some I hard parts, bro. But um, I will say the Scarab set was a fucking movie. It was my favorite set I've seen in some time, to be completely honest, and it was uh, it was awesome. Yeah, the 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 first ever scarab set at the church and this one are like now tied for my favorite scarab sets. I'm glad I've seen both somehow. Even as the a vibes were man. just like on the entire time. Like I don't know, it's I don't even give a fuck if I'm dick riding Fizzlands on here, but uh, it's probably the best Philly band in like ten years. Easy, I'd, maybe longer than that. Yeah, well, maybe I'll, even I'll longer it, than that. I'll put it this way. Uh, an epic friend of all of us, Marty Williams, said he doesn't think there's been a band that has been as unifying in the hardcore scene in Philly since Blacklisted that Scarab is. Because everyone likes Scarab. Fucking New Jacks, yep. old jaded dropout fucks are coming out of the gutters to come do weird things in the pit. Uh, Good. Youth crew type people, beat down people. Like Matt likes Scarab. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, everyone <laughs> likes Scarab. And it's it's awesome to see that because... I think obviously that's super important for a scene to get everyone out. One scene, even Krusty's. Yeah, exactly. Krusty's like Scarab. Like the dirty people, like, I don't know. Scarab's fucking sick. I will say one thing. I wanted to shout out the tweaking legend in the red, like DC DVS shoes. He was on one the entire show, bro. Yeah, his moves were sick in the pit i wish i could do some of that bright dancing shit that he was doing i know another show he was at eric spirit eric and dan he was at the um he was at the the delaware show show. delaware show yes that's the same kid yes yes, man what do you mean yes are you sure that that was the same kid i remember like long blonde hair that the kid this kid had long blonde hair too he just had it in like a bun in a beanie oh Oh, my god yeah he was rocking trip pants and shit Yes. Oh my God. Yeah, oh, he. Uh, that's awesome. He was he like, fucking, <laughs> bro. He fucking he lost his sunglasses at one point, and I picked him up. And after a song, I walked back over to him. You would have thought I had just fucking found like his lost dog or something. The way he reacted to it, bro. He was. What are you? What are you? We always uh, that one page, the tweak Olympics. What is it? Tweak Lennon. season. Tweak, tweak season. Yeah. <laughs> Well, this dude would have been on that. I swear to God, he was tweaking off something. But uh, shout out to him. He does the dances that that from that famous video of like the goth people dancing under the bridge, like raving. Yeah, under the yeah. He he's does that crazy. Like, uh, people like smack him while he's dancing and like bump into him. He he just keeps doing his thing, bro. He's not deterred. He doesn't give That's a fuck. Cool. He literally didn't give a fuck. That's awesome. Uh, 
yeah, overall, show was a 10 out of 10. I want to say, uh, I mean, my band didn't play. Shout out Bob, though. He obviously does an insane amount for the scene. Yeah. Uh, he will hear this and call me a fucking loser for shouting him out, but whatever. Uh, do you him. guys want to say anything? <laughs> yeah, fuck him, bro. Fuck, fuck him for having that opinion. Shout out, Bob. The spot is so awesome. sick. It's like exactly the kind of spot, it. like what Philadelphia Dude. Hardcore is missing right now, being that size, because there was either venues that were like too big for small stuff or too small for big stuff. So this Damn. is like going to fill that void. Yeah. And people people already are DMing Scarab being like, asking hey, how to get them how do we book at the Lithuanian Music Hall? You don't Satan. up your ass and around the corner. We will be gatekeeping, uh, gatekeeping Lithuanian type hardcore venues. But uh, shout out, <laughs> shout out to Bob. He he's yep. taking good good care of the bug thus far. Yes, uh, Daniel. Anything else, Daniel? Son, uh, spot's awesome. I can't believe Bob was driving around uh, on a Tuesday at two p.m. and just found it. Yeah, that's hard to believe, bro. <laughs> the spot's great. Uh, I'm excited to see shows in the smaller room i think that'll be uh oh it'll be, be pretty epic for some shit yeah for sure um the spot's yeah. awesome if that's all we got we can last get thing about the show is in my opinion what made it so epic because this is probably the most fun i had at a, at a regular show not like a fest in quite some time it was five bands like shows don't need to be fucking 10 bands. 10 not bands. every single show on earth needs to be like an eight to 12 to fucking 15 band theatrical like thing. Like you could You're just book to regular the choir, hardcore here, shows. Yeah, I agree. At one point there was like a discussion of making it sick, adding a sixth band. I forget who. And Nonsense. I remember both me and Dan both were like, nope, let's leave it at five. It'll be leave fine. It at five. I mean, six, even six is fine. It's like, it's when it gets above that, that it's like, all right, like enough. Not every I, single I love show five needs bands, to be like this. Five band show. Dude, the two shows that Scarab's playing this weekend are three bands. That's dope. Both shows are Scarab, Simulacra, Incendiary. That's Dude, I, I actually really? was. Isn't there, isn't there an opener for both? I thought I saw the Worcester Flyer and there was an opener. Maybe there is, but I was told there wasn't. And but even so, even so, that's four. So. Yeah, four. Four is still fine. I was going to surprise the crew and go to the DC show and just stay with Alec, but I can't swing it. But um, that show looks awesome. Dimension 6 is playing. That's, uh, next, that's next weekend. Yeah, yeah the that's 18th, right? Weekend. That's the following weekend, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Matt, well, real quick, Matt, did, was it worth it to travel for the show, bro? Are you glad you came dude, up? Under, in Philly, under 24 hours. I don't want to hear any of these people saying they dude, care about hardcore. Listen, man. You know, you guys love to clown on me and say that I don't like hardcore and <laughs> all I listen to is sportswear and an eyeball. But, you know, I was, in the, I was in Philly for less than 24 hours so I could go to this show. And it was one of the best I've been to in recent years. Uh, I think the vibes were just awesome overall. I mean, you had a nice filled up room playing on the floor. Just great vibes. It was awesome. That is sick as fuck you rolled up, Matt. Like, I throw mad respect on you for that. Honestly. It was a great time. And as much shit as we give you, brother, you know we love you. We got mad respect for Matt K. Thanks. Uh, last, thing I'll, last thing I'll say before we get into the the fucking youth crew nonsense. Uh, call me a, a dick rider transplant, whatever. I just want to say uh, Philly Hardcore is like a second home to me. And I love going to shows there, seeing all my friends. And I'll support it like I support my own scene until I fucking die, whatever. So... Shout out to Philly Hardcore. 
Um, y'all ready to get into it? Yeah, let's do it. All oh, right. Yeah. So since Matt K was on, Lennon had the idea, or maybe it was Dan, for a top our top five youth crew records. Uh, we originally were going to do seven inches and 12, but I think that's it's just a little too long. We're going to do just records. We're talking 80s. We're talking 2000s revival, late 90s, whatever. If it falls under the category you consider youth crew, that's what we're talking about. So yeah, it's it's kind of at the person's discretion of what they consider to be youth crew. Or youth not. crew, yeah. Wait, are we? Did you say we're only doing LPs? No, 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 no. no. Any ever, any record, ever. any record. Okay. I said we're not. We were gonna do five seven inches and five twelve inches, but I think that's oh, just any record. Okay, any yeah. record. I have, I have five. five. Okay. Yeah, top five. Any record. So, uh, shall. I did an actual top five and then five honorable mentions. I have one. Yes, honorable I did that mention. too. I'm sure I could have thought of more, but there's only one that came to mind immediately. Should, uh, we, should we go was. around and all give our honorable mentions first, and then we can go one at a time with our top I, fives? I, I think there's going to be overlap. So I feel like we should just start with top five and then like switch it out. If we got to count down, bro, we got to be ceremonious. Yeah, we we're should do the honorables four. at the end. Yeah, honorable yeah, yeah, yeah. If there's stuff that overlaps, that's natural. You know how many right. like good youth crew bands there are compared to dog shit? Like it's gonna it's gonna happen this way. Yeah, there's there's like four good youth crew. There's bands. like twenty amazing bands right. and two hundred insanely bad ones. Whoa, there's, there's like, like two hundred good bands yeah, and twenty bad bands. Yeah, yeah, buddy. Yo, there's like hundred and fifty good like beatdown bands and like Five good <laughs> I don't know about that, cousin. Asshole. All right, all right, all right. Let's reel it back in, bro. Uh, I'll start it off, and then I guess we're just going to go once on my screen. Me, Eric, Lennon, Dan, Matt. Okay. Good? All right. My number one. Who's ready? Wait, start with, wait, wait. Start with your number five, bro. We got yeah, Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Down, that, no, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. My first pick at number five is 10-yard fight, hardcore pride. Wow. I feel a lot of people be talking shit on 10 yard fight and say they're like just whatever. This fine. They're it, no, come on now. This they're is fine. the best this is the best 10 yard that's the best 10 yard fight record. Dude, the songs are fucking epic. The song the epic diss track. Come on, brother. That's fine. That's what their best getting? record though. That, yeah, that's fine, bro. You got hardcore fried, epic fucking diss track. You got where I stand, proud to be straight. Hard track. Hard track. Holding on. Is, is Drug Free Nation on that record? Or no, it's on the demo. No, that's it, on the demo. It, I think on Spotify it might be on that record because the demo is on there as one. But this is only uh, six songs total. So they're, they're not the best revival era band, but I still – I think they're pretty good. When I was younger, like when I was like late teenager, early 20s, I, I thought 10-Yard Fight was like godly. I, I thought they were still – I I'm I don't I like them, but I'm not gonna say I love them. I, would I, say, I will them. gladly say I love them. I still listen to this record probably like once or so a month, just turn it on. You know what I mean? I mean, if you're gonna listen to Ten Yard Fight, this is it's this, this one. Although I yeah. will say the release after it does have like some low key hard hitting songs. I feel is like that the LP, the, the LP, LP? Back on no, track, man. The back on track. Dude, there's like four. Songs. I think it was. Uh, I think it was 185 miles south where they did this thing where they cut down that LP into like a seven inch. They picked like the best like four or five songs, 
And bro, uh, I think look, that was pretty good. But there's there's saying, a lot of skits on that I'm not one, brother. saying it's not crap. I'm saying it has some hard parts <laughs> on it. That's true. Okay? That's fair. Yo, I'm pretty sure people hated it at the time, too. Oh, I'm sure they did. But we can you know, all got the hard, uh, Hardcore Pride is the one. Yeah. Yeah, Yo, definitely. Low-key, not, not like it's great or belongs on anyone's top five or is classical, but the band that the singer of 10-Yard Fight did after 10-Yard Fight, Impact slash Stand and Fight, Matt, I know you'd be fucking with that shit. <laughs> is in, uh, so yeah, they did the demo was Impact, and then they changed the name. And then yeah. didn't they have the Impact or the Stand and Fight record? Is another one of those like the Time Flies one where there's like a World War II type cover art? Yes, yeah, yes. yeah. fucking plane. Yeah. That's that's yeah. the Stand and Fight one. That that one literally yeah. has some hard parts on it. Together it might be the good. same. It's called Together. It might we be win. the same picture. Together we win. I stole as the Time Flies one. I mean, dude, it's got good songs. Like, I'm not. Is even that where the Eco Strike lyrics came from? Yes, literally. that's awesome. That's, that's so I never, awesome. <laughs> I never got that until right now, but that's yeah. fucking awesome. Just literally men in front of a huge airplane going to war. Called <laughs> together we win, bro. Awesome. Uh, all okay. right, yeah. Ten yard fight, hardcore prize by number five, uh, Eric. Uh, I tried to pick something that was not like quite as obvious. But I don't know. I still feel like this is pretty obvious. Uh, I have Wide Awake CT Hardcore. Oh, that's shocking for me. I was not expecting you to say that. I would never in my life have expected you to say Wide Awake, bro. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like they don't know. They don't uh, know about Eric, bro. Is is the stuff is the stuff on Spotify? I don't even know. Like this, this the discography is the whole discography is. Oh, it is okay. Like to me, this was like a YouTube fucking just playlist like for a while like i don't know i love the intro track so much like i'd easily be moshing if Bro, honestly uh, I'm rocking the wide awake hooded right now that i got from matt k many years ago indeed. i would say pretty iconic artwork for the ct hardcore it's awesome yeah definitely Stu jumping up giant blue x it's dope the I mean, hard like the, I, the like thing that the i love restraining the order guys like ripped this how many times you know like the wide awake like the x like the early restraining order fucking i think like all their merch was based on this the thing i'll say real quick what i love about the cover is that hard and hardcore is blue as like they're capitalizing it like hardcore that's the way i always read it and i just think that's fucking dope so uh it's, it is it's dope bro yeah but i was gonna say people don't know about old school eric bro they think he's just fucking beat down tens of sword this fucking unit 731 that he's got wide awake number five bro he beat Old school Eric be like unit 731 and unit pride. You know what yes, I mean? Bro. <laughs> yes, bro. Yes, bro. All right, Lennon. Yep. Yeah. All right. My number five. Uh, I really wanted to include at least one revival era record. And I think the best one is uh Floor Punch Division One Champs. Fuck. Um Dude, I was that's gonna, higher for me than five. I was gonna do I was gonna do you could do any floor punch release. I and think. I would respect it. Uh, I know that for some reason there's like this weird kind of narrative that the LP, like I feel like people are like, oh, the LP is not as good. But I think the LP is fucking LP's awesome. great. It has a stupid gambling song on it. But that's besides the, that, one of the worst hardcore songs ever. But aside from that, 10 out of 10. That song sucks. But yeah. the re- rest of the record is awesome. Um, And uh, they managed to do like for what was the time – like big production, like really well produced youth crew record, and it still sounds good. But I'm just picking Division One champs as I've gotten a little older. 
I ten I find myself coming back to Division One champs more than fast times. I think honestly, it depends on the day of the week. I could switch it out, but uh, I wanted to have Division One champs on here. So oh, yeah, it's my pick. All right, Dan. I have uh, Chain of Strength, True Till Death. Yes. Wow. I'm not Classic. talking about not talking about the one thing that still holds true. Don't listen to that. Go on YouTube. OG makes his mix. Yes, we ain't listening to that fucking bullshit. It sounds like dog shit. The fucking true till death champ at the beginning is stupid as fuck. The whole release but, is stupid. Yeah, right. there's no reason for that to exist. But the seven it. inch, this seven inch is awesome. You could hear Chromax. You can hear Youth of Today. You can hear DC shit. God, dude, Chain that's on my top five. Also. I, I, I wish Carter liked them more. It doesn't make sense to me. They're so good. Just, I mean, they're they're clowns now, but like the seven inch is perfect. Clown back then, brother. Yeah, it's fine. This per- record's perfect. This oh, is yeah. perfect straight edge hardcore. Maybe. I, no, it's <laughs> somewhat so straight edge. Does, somewhat does, straight edge hardcore. Does True Till Death have the song Too Deep Till Now? Or is that only on uh, the LP? That's on the other one. That's on the other seven inch. I think it's yeah. on uh, the part. That's, no, that the, song, that's that's the LP, right? Well, the LP no, that's on two seven inches. is just oh, okay. the collection of the two seven inches. Okay, it's on it's on the other thing, but dude, that song that's powerful music right there, brother. Too deep. That's that's, that's, that's that song is so good. It's awesome. Thanks. I have chain every every chain song is because good. of that song. All, All right. right, ready? You got the next one. Me. All now right. this one. My list might not make. Bro, you skipped my. uh, You skipped my five. (laughs) Oh, I can't go go ahead, Matt. The the reason that you're doing this, fucking. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I already, I have, uh, I have uh, four punch division one chance and truth to death on here, like higher up. But my, uh, my number five. Don't change your list. Yeah, don't change your. I want to change my list. All right, because I can, I can add my own uh, brand of rambling to all these records. So for my number five, you know, I had to go with uh, the greatest band ever from uh, North Carolina. And I don't think any of you guys will agree with this, but I'm going with uh, the first step, Open Hearts and Clear Minds, 7-inch. Awesome record. Uh, one of the best from North Carolina ever. The first step has tracks, brother. I, I feel like they're just one of those bands who's probably lost to the sands of time by a lot of people. You know what I mean? I'll be talking about that. I'll be talking about that a little bit. Do you think uh, It's awesome, dude. Do you think the kid? You think kids in North Carolina, even though they are like newer, they kids, do. They do. They do. I mean, that's. Yeah. I mean, that's what it's all about. So if they know, there was uh, there was an attempt at getting them to play a show. Oh, that probably and, be actually uh, sick in North Carolina. The they were not down, but the when the kids heard that it was potentially going to happen, they were kind of going crazy. Now, your average North Carolina kid, I don't know if they know or even care. But the kids who are like kind of plugged in a little bit, like they definitely get it. Um, like for me, like when I was in high school and everybody was talking about, you know, prayer for cleansing this, day of suffering that, undying <laughs> and what have you, you know, like I was You're like, this is cool. Right now. I was like, this is cool. But, uh, you know, when I heard the first step, I was like, damn, this band is from Fayetteville, North Carolina. Like that is, that was unbelievable to me. <laughs> but they're awesome. I didn't know they were from Fayetteville. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't pick uh, Until Today. Dude, I mean, I could probably put one of those Until Today 7 inches on the honorable, but that's just because of, like, my freakish obsession with North Carolina stuff. 
Uh, it's objectively like not great, but for <laughs> me personally, you know, I've got the I've got the Carolina blood in my veins. So what's what's the other one? Reinforces like those dudes too. Dude, right? reinforces. They're pretty bad. Yeah, but, but do you they're like, them? like them though. Uh some of the songs are okay, but for the most part, I mean, they're pretty uh pretty whatever. I do have a really funny reinforced shirt that I think some of you guys may know of. Here we go. And then <laughs> what Crucial John was in one of those bands too, right? Like one of those Carolina Crucial Crucial John was in Breakthrough, which was like That's a happy. side project of TFS. It was basically all of the first that people uh playing like the same instruments and he would just come up and sing. That's fire. But he also, he also, right uh, over there. they're, they're yeah, good. Dude, it's it, awesome. it was, it was never a choice. You just gave it a name. Dude, that song is awesome. Hard, bro. Shit's making me, my finger is becoming fucking erect right now. At the, Pointing at the, finger. the video, that. the video of them doing that at posi numbers is so awesome. Nope. I don't know if I've seen that video. You're going to have to, it's dude. It's in like legit, like 90 P like the worst quality ever. That's old school. Send Which it. You can see, dude, you everything. can see. Many, many fingers raised aloft. Erect as hell, the, uh, brother. Yeah. Raised aloft finger. <laughs> All right. We'll keep it moving. Uh, my number four. Like I was trying to say before I viciously interrupted Matt's pick. Uh, my list might not make sense to some people. And I will say that I don't even think my number one is maybe the number one band on there by any means. I kind of did the order of what I would want to – if I had these five bands in front of me, what I would listen to in order right now. So, my number four, Youth of the Day. We're not in this alone. Let's go. 1988 classic, brother. Yeah. Uh, this, in my Pretty opinion, good. is the best. And I, you can't go wrong either way with either of the records. This is my favorite Youth of the Day LP. I agree. Yeah. 100%. Um, but I don't think you can go wrong with Break Down the Walls. I mean, the first four opening tracks on both of these are kind of fucking insane. The 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 A side of We're Not in This Alone is so unbelievable. It's like it is. It's just I mean the whole record, but especially the A side. Uh that's my second favorite hardcore record ever. It's awesome. And I, I see why people like break down the walls. Uh, I think it's a little harder. You know what I mean? A little bit more aggression, maybe to it. But uh, yeah, break down break down the walls is actually my. I I don't know if I like that or can't close my eyes more. I like break down more. Can't close my eyes is just like almost a punk record, you know. Yeah. But like we just might is an insane track, and there's yeah. like good songs on there. I I feel like. For some people, maybe they like like the epicness of "We're Not in This Alone" and the kind of like dirty punk sounding vibes of "Can't Close My Eyes" and maybe "Break Down the Walls" is like a little too in the middle for some people. Yeah, I kind of might put "Can't Close My Eyes" ahead of "Break Down the Walls." Like I remember when I was younger, I just hated the vocals so much on "Break Down the Walls," and I still kind of can't do it. Like it's a lot more tolerable now that I'm older, but I don't know. I think I would go like. We're not in this alone. Can't close my eyes, then break down the walls. I mean, that's fair. Wow, Matt, what do you have to say about that's this? That opinion is going to piss Kev off so bad. What about the disengaged seven inch, bro? Disengaged seven inch is pretty good. It's awesome. The one song I'll say that the allegedly supposed to be a judge song is fucking dope. Which one is that? Is that uh, envy? No, uh, the first song. Is love this- story. No, is the song disengaged? The, the first song, song disengaged, yeah. yeah. 
I've always been told, I don't know if there's ever been any actual verification on this, that that song was intended, was written to be used as a judge song. And then that would make sense. I mean, if you listen to it, if you listen to that song, and you just imagine Mike judge singing over it. It's like, yeah, it sounds like a fucking judge song. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I'll say about this record is I've been told that in the first track, flame still burns when he says we're back he's talking about them being straight edge again yeah they reclaimed which is so i don't think that's true brother i always thought that's that's 100 true you need i always thought it was because they broke up no you don't need a picture of porcells a porcells he's got long hair that's from like 1991 listen you need to read the civ road book the tour book i have read Porcel talks about drinking in it while in youth of the day and then went back to being straight edge. Yeah, but that was when he was talking about that. I think that was well before that record came out. That was like it before Breaking matter. the Walls. They have no, they are like Sven. No well, listen, conviction. I know they have no conviction, but I always thought the word back was because they broke up because Capo was going to become a monk. And they persuaded him to come monk. back to record. Yeah, but after they persuade him to come back to do one in this alone. Uh, and then disengage was when they really had to like try and lock him back in all after right, he was right, like right. renouncing. We're getting two in the weeds here. We're two in my the take weeds. on They're my take on one on in this one. Go ahead. Okay. Flame still burns. One of the best uh, opening tracks on any hardcore record. Any ever. record ever. It's incredible. Choose um, to be, the energy put it on aside. that song is unbelievable. Yeah, dude. The A side of one on in this alone is just like it's truly amazing. I was listening to it, uh, listening to it today, and I was just like, my mind is still blown after many years. Because, I mean, you got Flame Still Burns, Slow Down, Choose to Be, Put It Aside, Wake Up and Live. Like, I mean, it's every song is good. No More, classic. Um, no More. Anybody will... who, who thinks all, like, any, like, bands like this is, like, it's all, like, dopey and, like, like soft sounding. Bro, They're put stupid. on Choose to Be. That shit is hard. hard. That opening yeah. riff is hard as fuck. I mean, especially for coming fucking, out in the fucking eighties. Uh, like, yeah, yeah nothing's gonna sure. sound like all out war even back then. I wake up with my finger erect as all fuck, screaming "Wake up and live!" before I go out my door. Brother. Just pointing at it. <laughs> wake <laughs> up and live. Uh, the last thing I'll say before we move on: the people in this band are fucking clowns now. I don't think we can really. <laughs> there's no really denying that. And none so, of them are. None of them are straight edge. So it is what it is, but one oh, with Master Ragunov, we must Master Ragunov, uh, one of the best hardcore bands of all time by far. So they're my they're my number one hardcore band of all time. I, so I good. you're you would be you would be right. They're probably in my top five. I would say even if you think this shit's whack, you can't deny the importance of it. Before the they came along, people were dressing like the music Dan listens to. Amen. Now, <laughs> now, now they got Amen, style. brother. They got a little swagger out there. And we won't be here. Of youth of the day. We won't be here talking about youth crew without youth of today. Think about that. Yeah, yeah. that's facts. True. Think about that. But uh, all right. All right, so we can, can we... blame them, huh? Exactly. For all, right. all the good music. Yeah. I will say all the all the beatdown kids wouldn't be moshing in Nikes if it wasn't for them. So that's true. That's literally true. It's true. All right, Eric, go ahead. Uh, you have a list, brother. Yeah, I know, but I, I'm I'm thinking about pivoting just because I know this one's going to be on. No, don't pivot. I want don't to pivot. Through, straight right. to the list. All right, then my number four is uh, course of disapproval from Standing Law. Dope. Nice. Like, I'm rocking the chorus shirt right now. That shit is hard. I that I is truly hard. I yeah. 
was on the fence about whether to put Chorus on my honorable Same. mention. Same. That's why not. I didn't put him on anything. Because I don't really know if it counts as youth crew or not. But I'm I never not, considered them one. I never I'm did not, either. I'm not mad at it. No, not at all. If you say you, I mean, re, it's under the umbrella. In the most literal sense, youth of today, youth crew is youth of today's crew. It's like those bands, you know what I mean? But obviously, this is so influenced by that and like whatever. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know if I would call it like classic youth crew, but I feel like the entire vibe of what the band was trying to go for. It's in back the same then, vein. Yeah, you know, just like especially the early shit. I know Firm Standing Law is just the discography collection, but especially uh, the LP on New Age is is like way more youth crewy than the than like the later Seven Inches and stuff. Yeah, they cover yeah. AF. That's youth crew as fuck. Yeah, and they cover DYS. Yeah, that DYS covers. That's one of my favorite and, covers ever. And Motley Crew. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, Dude, the Motley Crew cover is crazy. Fuck, I'm trying to think, remember what song it is. I interviewed the chorus guitar player. The Molly Crew song is Take Me to the Top, I'm pretty sure. No, no, no. He's, they just straight up steal a death riff at the beginning of a song. Oh my God. <laughs> like, like note for band note. Death? Yes, like the band death. And I, it's in the zine I did with, with in 2021 with a guitar player. And they just straight up steal it note for note from the intro of the song, which is fucking Damn. crazy to think about. Who good bands? There you go. Yeah. All right. Uh, I don't even know. Lennon? My number four. Which is going to divide the chat. Actually, I think everyone's going to have my back except maybe Carter. I don't know. Oh, God. We're going bold looking back. No! Yeah! I, I, I oh, yeah. So, my honorable. I didn't know if I wanted to include looking back be, as opposed to self-titled 7-inch because technically looking back is like a compilation, but it's really just self-titled seven inch with bonus tracks on it and those bonus tracks are fucking awesome um dude running like thieves is just that's just powerful music bro running like thieves you're the friend i don't need today we live dude and and that shit it's like different too obviously it's like the later era bold shit where they like the singing the like singing is like more melodic and the riffs like are like borderline like hair metal riffs sometimes, <laughs> but it's fucking dope, bro. I love bold. I don't give a fuck. I'm so fucking glad that the 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 era of the annoying like bold sucks discourse is over. for a, For many years, I I said the same thing about bold that I said about eighteen visions, which is that my opinion on on the band was just going to be the opposite of whoever I was talking to about it in that moment. Just because I was, people on both sides were so fucking annoying about it that if you're talking to me and you're like, yeah, I love that band. I'm just like, yeah, that band sucks. And if you talk to me and you're like, fuck that band. I'm like, that band's incredible. You're stupid. So, <laughs> but all that discourse being left in the past, uh, bold is fucking incredible, man. I, I definitely can deal with that record bold like the looking back era bold i don't like the nail to the x shit that's dude that record's incredible i like i like I speak out liked. i like speak out but i like this yeah speak out i like this stuff more i feel like it's it's like it does more to stand out and not just be like when you listen to speak out like it's good but it's very obviously just like young youth of today's like younger yeah. friends who are like 
dick riding youth of today. You know what I mean? Mm. But it's good. But this is them more so doing their own thing. So. All right, Dan. All right. Here we go. Confront payday. Oh, oh I even, yes. Dude, I didn't, I didn't even I didn't think, even about think that. of that. That's a, a good pick. one. That record is awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's actually I, a really I know, good one. I know I'm in the minority when I say this, but I prefer Confront over One Life Crew. Yeah, you may not have to. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely in the minority with that, but uh, this, the whole discography is like unbelievable. The live tracks, dude, the they're so life, fast. Drug free. It's awesome. It sounds like power violence shit. It's oh, crazy. Man. I mean, it sounds crazy. Join the circus. You get uh, our fight before Classic. our fight 95. Yeah. Yep. Yo, is our fight 2012? Is the confront crossed bats one of the coolest fucking pieces of one, yeah, for sure. iconography? Oh, of yeah. Time? Definitely. And I will say core, core reality uses it, but there's like that little like henchman looking dude that they had like on their record, like way on the payday record back in the day. Yeah. Looks awesome. Shit's dope. Also, Dark Empire, probably one of my favorite logos for a record. Oh, yeah. It looks so cool. I also want to include uh, the Mean Street track with this. Yeah, that counts. <laughs> that's fair. We'll give you that. That's so fair, good. Though. It's good, the good, same shit, but good pick, that's that is incredible a really good track. Pick. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Matt. I already forgot what my list was. Okay, so my number four, I'm sure somebody else has this probably higher than four, but I got bringing it down as my, my four. Hmm. That's four? Yeah. <laughs> Are you fucked up in the head, man? I thought you were going to say that about me putting you today. And I would say, I think you today is probably the best band. Well, it's up there. It's tied with like the best band on my list, but it's not my number one. I know that doesn't make sense, but in my head, it does. That's fine. It's I almost, I almost put the seven inch and put bringing it down as an honorable mention. Um, bring it. I mean, bring it down is just awesome. It's um, it's it's it bar, is, it's biker metal. It's hard, yeah. It kind of is biker metal, yeah. It is, um, dude. I mean, it's so good. Like, you've got the combination of like just very straightforward, like fast, hard, hardcore, but you got like actual metal in there. Yeah, um, Don't it's just so late. good, dude. It's very tasteful because I mean, also the other thing too, bringing it down like as a jump from the seven inch. Like the musicianship goes up so much, it's actually like astonishing. Yeah. I mean, I know the seven the seven inch is just Purcell and Mike, and then they flesh it out with like a full band for the LP. But dude, like where it went, oh my god, dude, that song is has so many like layers to it. That yeah, um, that's I mean, a you got the, LP, man. the epic bass intro. You got like the slow part. You got the kind of the mid tempo part you got the solo and then you got like the legit breakdown it's so good the production still to this day sounds incredible incredible. you guys know what the timeline is was it chromax first and then killing time and then judge that recorded Uh, at normandy because harley talks about all these bands that sounds right ripping off uh best wishes because they went to normandy first but yeah i mean who knows I just think that's interesting that all these bands recorded at Normandy and all their records sound fucking insane. Dude, I mean, I the end is... of where it went, I straight up, if you could put me back in, into the late 80s, early 90s, I would fucking, I don't even know, bro. 
I would make someone fucking implode like the Eric Andre show. Their head would explode. <laughs> There's a time when when poor it, it was a short time, but a time when when Porcel looked cool, and it was he looked awesome, and it was in this dude. era. Yeah, when he's rocking like the YOT my... tank top with the shirt underneath, playing the Les Paul. I'm looking at my 24 dope. by 36 judge poster in my room right now, and he just looks dope as shit on it. The purple dude, one, I, awesome. got, I got that one up here yeah. somewhere. Is is anyone going to see Judge in 2024? Like, is no. anyone excited I, for that? I've seen them once, and it was incredible, and I'm good with that. I don't need to see Judge. I saw. Yeah, I saw them once, uh, and I was like 20, and so my brain was like exploding. And then afterwards, I watched the video, and I was like, "Oh wow, this is okay. not I good." I saw them in 2016. It was so good at the time. That's the and one, it, yeah. It was the worst thing I've oh, ever they seen were in my life. Terrible and it literally like ruined like years of my childhood seeing that. Like I was I was just that. in a haze, man. I was so like blinded by like my virgin core obsession. Like my finger had I get never it, been put. But that for, was like, like the worst the band has ever sounded, maybe. I saw yeah. dude, I saw Judge at UB. I saw him at Rainfest. I saw him at This Is Hardcore. I saw him one Philly? time in, in Texas. No, I never saw him in Philly besides this is hardcore. Saw him one time in Texas, and I saw three Florida shows. So I've seen Judge almost ten times. That's crazy. It ranges. I've seen them be absolutely incredible, and then I've seen them sound like somebody losing at Guitar Hero. And yeah. I think that's what, what I would qualify, dude. When they played the clean intro of "Like You" at UB, I remember just being like, "Oh yeah, that's it, that's it for me." And I just left. I was like, "I can't do that." Am I the only one that went to the initial reunion at BMB 2013? I did not. I was sure I was like literally right out of high school. I was too young. Yeah, I was I had probably graduated high school mere weeks before. Yeah, literally weeks before I graduated when that happened. I was like 19 or 20 and I got a ticket for the second day and I was like, fuck it. I'm driving yeah. to Manhattan. <laughs> I mean, and, if I would have uh, lived closer, a good gig. I yeah. I've heard that was in, I've heard that was in, that set was incredible. Yeah, indecision. Indecision was awesome. Bitter end was awesome. Oh. Kill your idols. Dope. Madball. Oh, all right. Awesome. Awesome day. Did I, is that everyone's number four? Uh, yeah. All right. My number three. Floor punch. Goal line stand. Respect. A demo. Yes. Damn. It sounds Dope. hard. I mean- Clear is one of my favorite straight edge songs ever. One of the hardest straight edge songs ever. From a rather positive sounding band. Yeah. The man is talking not... about claiming lives. Dude, they the sound positive. Many of the lyrics are not. Are not. Into I heard changes. About, I heard about God changes for the first so time. Uh by going in high school, I used to when when like we'd be on the computer in high school and there were very few websites that weren't blocked. One of them was the B9, but the other one was uh How's Your Edge? Do you, yeah. you guys remember How's Your Edge? Oh, yeah. Cool. And I, I used to go on How's Your Edge, and there was a photo on there of some dude who had a tattoo of X'd up praying hands with the lyrics from Clear on it. Clear on it. I, some, I literally feel awesome. like I remember seeing that. And I remember just seeing, I pray to fucking God you OD on that shit. Yeah. And just be like, this is the craziest. What is this? And just researching it. And that's how I found out about Floor Punch. That's so funny, bro. That, that song has the craziest lyrics. It's insane. It's awesome. One, two, three, go. It's fucking awesome. Uh, I know we talked about Floor Punch already, but um, I don't know. I chose this one just because 
when I think of youth crew type stuff, normally like demo seven inch is what comes to mind, even though I know that's, you know, that's not what it means, obviously, but this demo is one of the best ever, in my opinion. Like to come out and this be your demo with the songs on it is fucking crazy. Yeah. They were like a fully formed band already at that point. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was, it's so good. But um, yeah, that's my number three. So Eric, you can go ahead. My number three was Judge Bringing It Down, but I think since Matt already talked it, uh, I'm going to say Warzone, Don't Forget the Struggle, Don't Forget the Streets. Damn, you are old school. <laughs> That's probably the best Warzone record to me just because it has the most songs that I think are the hits. Like yeah. other, other ones are probably, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's probably the, the record that I go back to more. That's that's the best Warzone record, I think. I don't know if I would consider that Youth Crew, but I respect it. I feel like also that's like if you look at like old New York Flyers, like Warzone was like playing with like GB and fucking Youth of Today, and then they yeah, were like I mean, they were playing with playing. all the. Do you so you you would consider that more just like straight up NYHC instead yeah, of yeah. It, it the teeters the, stuff? It teeters the line. I understand picking that. I'm not mad at that. No, not at all. I don't know. Now I don't I feel know. Stu- now I feel stupid because I'm not no, like no. as fucking you know deep into the youth crew shit. But like I don't know. It's because to you- me, to me, that's like the NYHC band that flirts most with like the youth crew culture. No, you're counts. too much of a you're yeah. too much of a Chad to fully understand the youth crew shit. <laughs> the other four of us are autistic dipshits, and you're not. So it's just like- down. Bro. It definitely counts. Ray B's had kids that's in the band. That's I'll- youth crew right there. Dude, imagine well, dying of pneumonia. That. I'd fucking kill myself if I died of pneumonia. Yeah, let's let's not talk too much about that. No, I'm just saying, like, I'm not saying in a in a, in a bad way. Just like when you no, think, of course, but like when you think about that, how young he was to die of pneumonia is so dark and depressing. So rest in peace, rabies. Yeah. Oh, that killed the chat. Well, uh, to be, to, he's to, resting. To be fair, sure. you know, Judge Bring It Down was my original number three, but. Fuck it, I'm going war zone. All right, Lennon. Uh, um, let me see what I got here. All right, my number three, turning point, always darkest before the dawn, epic. Um, I love the later turning point material, but that stuff is definitely not like as youth crew sounding, and it's also not like a record. It's just like you know comp songs and like split songs and like whatever. Yeah. Um, so uh I would definitely go I would definitely go uh this record. I fucking love this record. I also feel like this is a a perfect um kind of middle ground between like the super straight up youth crew shit and like leans into the kind of more melodic like melodic, anthemic yeah, stuff. But sure. it's still like very youth crew. Um it's a perfect hardcore record. It's one of my favorite records. It's it's incredible, bro. Also iconic art. Flat base. The art is awesome. Flat base, about, yeah. That shit on a shirt, bro. Oh, classical one of the best. type. Classical type gear. That record is so good. Yeah, it rocks. All right. There's not really much to say. It's just amazing. Yeah. Uh, Dude, that Matt, song, uh, that song Prophecy has some of the best, like subtle straight edge lyrics. Can I say one one thing that keeps it from being higher up on the list? Yeah, because I like this is my, my number one and my number two are my two favorite hardcore records ever. 
Okay. And I think that uh, Turning Point LP is close. But one thing about it that bothers me is I think that the closing, the last track on the record is uh, it's it's a very weak closing record. It's song. I don't think it, it should have ended with Growing Stronger. Dude. I about to say, I think in general, it could be a few songs shorter. It didn't yeah, need 12 it, songs. Yeah, for sure. But Feeding the Fire just kind of doesn't really go anywhere. Yeah. I think it's a weak closer, and I feel like it, 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 it knocks it down a peg. But I'm really just nitpicking at this point. No, but. that's fair. That's fair. Uh, Dan? That's awesome. Uh, I had I didn't listen to Turning Point for a couple of years because of all the bands that said they were influenced by Turning Point. Oh, oh don't get me started on that one, brother. All the bands that could you name were a few for, for the audience? Uh, we need to know a few. <laughs> there's they're out there, but uh, okay, it's undeniable how good this record is. I prefer the seven inch. Wait, I'm asking for your number three. Oh, my fault. You skipped uh, me again, bro. <laughs> no, you're last. You've been last. My number oh, three. Right. Never mind. My number three. The first step. What we know. Whoa. Let's go. NC. Me at 16 years old. I can't believe this record. Me at 30 years old. I can't believe this record. <laughs> Straight up, brother. <laughs> Matt's doing it's so virtual, fucking good. A virtual dap up right now. Yeah, Matt feels vindicated. <laughs> a friend of mine, a friend of mine talked about like years ago. I asked him because he saw the first step a bunch of times, and he was like, "Yeah, I hated seeing them. Their singer used to talk for 15 minutes during their sets." <laughs> well, it is what it is, brother. Hey, man, he had some real shit to say, probably. I'm sure is, he did. He's talking well, it, about... I've watched many videos. He well, did, it, indeed. What I'm year sure did, the, did, did the first step... What year did the first step demo come out? 2001. Do you guys think the first step is the best uh, youth crew band post-millennium? Mindset's up there. Yeah, I think... Honestly, I'm going to say yeah, because Mindset is basically just like a continuation of TFS. Yeah. I used to like mindset a lot. There was someone, uh, someone shit talking in the other day, and I was like, I don't know, bro. Like, the seven inches are fucking awesome. Yeah, I used to really They're like good. I just don't listen inches. to it anymore. No, TFS I mean, it's held up way better. It definitely was like, uh, I it was around when I was at the proper age. Like, I was like, yeah. I, the first time I saw mindset was Edge Day in 2011. I literally was in the tenth grade, and my friend drove me to Atlanta to go see. Like, I was obsessed with Foundation at that time. So. That's probably one of the craziest shows I've ever been to for, like, a young kid seeing that lineup, bro. Holy fuck. But Mindset played, and I vividly remember their set being absolutely insane. Mindset was awesome. I think that they're kind of – they fell victim to, like – they get lost in the shuffle with all of that. definitely do. The React React record record stuff. Like, what, what, like, me and Matt, I think, have talked about uh, Graphic Design Youth Crew, where it's like – Oh, yes. It's like, you know – fucking like on get the most and double vision not sorry or double vision was the was that the on that's the on record yeah 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 on get the most uh not sorry i don't know just like whatever a a lot of northwest stuff but like bands from like everywhere where it's just like the insanely clean looking record layouts and it felt very kind of like sterile and like i don't think mindset was like that but I feel like they get kind of lumped in with all that stuff. No, I know what you mean. Like I said, it, it was definitely of the time. I mean, I'm sure there's some kids who go back and find it and love it. So, you know, it's like anything yeah. else. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how we got on the fucking talk of mindset somehow, but 
because I said I asked if I if the if TFS is the best post millennium youth crew band. I wanted to put uh, loud and clear on here just for the vibes, but I had to go with something I actually really love. Yeah, the, that's fair. Yeah, loud and clear USA or, or European loud and clear. European. If I could have, I'd put step forward, but that's not like why I yeah, consider that, youth that's crew. Not youth crew. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Matt. All right. Um, my third is one. I mean, my three, two, and one are all ones that have already been said. So I'll just, you know, I'll just nerd out on True Till Death because that's my third. Um, I feel like I want to I wanna comment on just the aesthetics of that record because, I mean, you have truly the quintessential youth crew vibes going on here on the cover. You've got two bold shirts, instead shirt. They're all X'd up. Bass player's got an X in the back of his head. Uh, you know, you got X, X-rated swatches everywhere. Crucial vibes. You got side X and side XX. I mean, it really is just like the uh, the vibes are there. Isn't now, that photo is staged? It? Yeah, yeah it was the practice so, space. Yeah, so That's really the funny. ones, the one on the back is an actual, I'm trying to remember. It's either one of the, so the back cover or the front cover, one of them is from a legit show and one of them is staged. Um, I believe the story is that the back cover ones were from an actual show and you can tell because the pictures have like scratches in them from when like they transferred the film, it got messed up or something. And then I believe to compensate for that, they did the stage photos in the practice space where the story is that they only played minor threat covers. Yeah. I don't that's, know how, tr- how true that is, but you can tell it's two different shows. Yeah. Dope though. Great. Every, every song is good. What down? Oh, so good. Classic. Many, many a diss track on this record. It's awesome. Dude, just how much mosh part? God, dude. It's so Dude, hard. Search for Purpose, Search for Purpose covered that song one time, and I'm not kidding. One person was singing along. The way Crazy. it should be. All right. <laughs> I saw Chain play a certain fest, and there was... Oh, don't get me started, brother. singing along, brother. It was Matt. I was indeed singing along. All right. Are we I feel like on the two? East Coast, especially, like, Chain's just a band that got, like, lost in time. Like, I don't know. Just no yeah. one ever seems They're to clowns. care about them. I saw them. Good records, though. I saw them in D.C. in, like, 2014, 2015. Was with, that like, the Mindset, mindset show? Yeah. yeah, Turnstile. And that show was fucking unbelievable. And now it's funny, oh. all these years later, uh, who gives a fuck about Chain of Strength? <laughs> <laughs> FYA, FYA, I would say was the opposite of unbelievable. Some would say unbelievably bad. I remember, I remember, I was outside like right when it started, and at some point, I just walked back in, and like I was like my jaw like quite literally dropped. I was like, oh, I was like, there's yeah. no fucking way this is happening right now. You saw me, Connor, and a bunch of forty-year-olds singing along up front. Yeah, I remember the line of sight dude was losing his mind. I don't know he that was. fella. I just know He's him dope. because of his red hair. But that dude was losing his fucking mind to change strength. So, you know, I'm glad the people that cared at least cared, you know, because at the end of the day, that's all it's about for some bands. So, uh, yeah, can I say my number two? Go ahead. All right. Judge, New York crew. Let's go. And Fed I will up say- in, the, in my way. I will say that I picked this because this is the record in high school that made me love Judge. Um, I think that the uh, 12 inch is undeniably better, but from a standpoint of like a young kid who found Judge, 
I think the LP is better. This one means the most to me, if that makes sense. That's fair. Um, yeah. I mean, God damn, bro. Every song but the last one, incredible. <laughs> the Straight Blitz up. cover's awesome. Dude, the Blitz the cover? <laughs> it's fine. I just, I don't worry. Oh, yes. I, I skipped that get, Yeah, I mean, it's just, I don't care about music like that. You guys know this, you know? I don't is, know. Uh, is I've Lost the best hardcore breakup song? It's dope, bro. Everything about it. New York Crew, I've Lost. And the fucking first four songs are insane. Dude. Fed up into in my way is literally just like the two best like punch. back-to-back songs of all like hard it's so it ever. is unbelievably cool it, it is. is so dope those drugs are gonna kill you if i don't get to you first yeah. one of the craziest lines ever a slave that man was sex. a poet and now he probably does Dude. opium so <laughs> you know it is what it is i will Dude, I will say, I will say, smoking that butt, it makes you mature. It's just like, very, it's like smoking that butt is just like a very funny line when you think about it now. But yeah. I guess back in, uh, back in 1988, That's what they, called they it, were, bro. You're they smoking were that butt. Okay. <laughs> One thing I'll say is like the recordings obviously like don't hit that hard because it was a long time ago. But when you hear that part live at the end, the bun, do it, it, dun, that oh. part makes you want to steamroll someone, bro. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. Uh, all right, we'll keep it moving since we're almost there to the end. So, uh, Eric, number two. Have that GB seven inch. Let's go. Nice. Fuck, dude. Yo, yeah. the GB seven inch is so good. Hold your ground is that's yeah. another that's another like. People who say Youth Crew can't be hard, that song is fucked up hard, dude. I think that's probably why, like, that song is probably why I have this record over Start Today, just because it's it's just harder. Like, especially, like, live, when you hear it live, it's just, it sounds like a fucking hard-ass band. Yeah, it rocks. You ever heard the Damnation cover of that? <clears throat> Maybe. Sounds insanely heavy. It's good. Uh, all right. Well, we'll keep it moving, Lennon. Yeah, I can't. I can't really nerd out like you guys do with all this, you know, backstory bullshit. But that's the, fine, bro. We still know you here. You appreciate the the music, brother. That's what it's all about. I appreciate what you guys say. Uh, my number two is uh, we're Dick not in this Ryder. alone. Uh, it's already been discussed, so we don't have to discuss it no more. But uh, yeah, one of the goats. That's my second favorite hardcore record of all time. My first favorite hardcore band of all time. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, Dan? I was going to say Youth of Today, Break Down the Walls, but I'm just going to say fuck it, Don Fury demos. Dude. What? Let's go, bro. The, the, version, fi- of to- the version of Together on the Don Fury demo? Oh. He sounds like a fucking rabid animal on he it. He sounds awesome. The Is five singer lineup. So good. Don Fury is a hard ass name. The Don Dude, Fury I think I think I think Don Fury still records bands to this day. There's no way he mixes it. Ma- he yeah, he does. It he, he, he does, and it's all it's all analog. I'm pretty sure. Like he is super old school. How which is we, dope. How can I get in touch with this gentleman? He has he a website. He definitely does record bands. Like some new like Troy area band. Just wasn't it quiet or Albany? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How has none of these demo core fuckbags hit him up to uh, record their band's demo? He, he probably charges too much. 
and face the pain demo will be recorded at Don. Oh, let's go, oh, dude. Let's go. I probably just doesn't like record anything either too. I don't know. I would imagine talks, he's bro. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe the, the Face the Pain demo will be a Dawn Fury exclusive. <laughs> All right, uh, Matt? Um, okay, this one, again, has also already been discussed, but uh, Floor Punch, Division One Champs. On the list, I had technically as the Twin Killing, which is like the re-release with the demo yeah, in the 7-inch yeah, yeah, yeah. on the did that. CD. So I guess I could, I could kind of comment on that, but, I mean, dude, even if I'm just talking the 7-inch, like, again – I'll just kind of nerd out on the whole aesthetic like I did with True Till Death. Dude, the back cover of the Floor Punch 7-inch is just one of the coolest pictures ever. Um, I mean, they're literally just posted up, giant X fist graffiti on the wall. You know, you got the Wishing Well Youth of Today shirt. You got a bold shirt. You got uh, the Youth Career 88. You got, I don't know, I have it pulled up in front of me. But uh, I know you got a, that's an all-star lineup back there. You know, you got uh, – I just pulled it up now. You got Tim Tim from Mouthpiece wearing a Bulls jersey. You know, really classic stuff. And uh, every song is good. Floor Punch, one of the goats. That's probably my uh, second favorite hardcore band ever. Yeah, that is that photo is absolutely unbelievable. Fucking goaded band, bro. Yeah. All right. Is it time for number one for everyone? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Insert the fucking drum roll. My number one. Main strike. Any guesses? <laughs> Eyeball. All right. Focused minds. My number one focus mind. No. 3D. <laughs> My number one side by sides are only young ones. Nice. Thanks. This just shit's just fucking goaded, bro. Alex. I don't think side by side is better than Judge, Floor Bunch, or Youth of the Day, probably. I don't know if that makes any sense. But this is like my number one youth for release. I think this release in general is one of my favorite ever. Every song on it is hard. Like the energy on it. Like I feel like records back then and even now, like it's really hard to get an energy that you would have live on a recording. And I think they do that really, uh, really well. I think you can dance to every single one of these songs. The lyrics for a lot of them are fucking hard. The Alex Mosh call, like this is so dope. good. One of the worst dive bombs, but it is a great mosh part. I need but that to even adds to it. It so, does. If anyone has any information on this lore regarding side by side, I need to know if this is true. Rest in peace to Alex, the guitar player. I know he was an illustrator who drew a bunch of like New York hardcore flyers and like a bunch of, um, a, I think he drew. Did he draw the Gorilla Biscuits logo, Matt? Would you be able to? Um. I know like he drew the, the seven inch art or just like the GB. I don't know. Some, I know he drew some, he drew a bunch of that stuff and he yeah. was like an illustrator. He somebody, made the schism logo. Yes. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Somebody told me that he was one of the main animators. Do you guys remember that cartoon? The tick. Fuck no. Yeah. You guys don't, yeah. remember the, you don't remember the tick, bro. Let me, hold on, hold on. That's old school. Yo, look up the tick. I don't right know now. what that is, man. Bro, the tick is epic. No, bro, I have no idea. The tick. Oh, I, yeah, I don't. I really don't know. The tick goes so hard, bro. <laughs> the tick. But yeah, I don't know. Just throwing that out there. I've been always told that he was in some sort of, uh, in some sort of way involved in animating the tick. So Do you think he drew the side by side cover with the big feet? I don't know, dude. Do you yeah, ever look at the side by side art? Is. 
The side by side, the side by side art is uh, it's like an LL Cool J thing. That's right. That's right. Dude, yeah. their feet are fucking ginormous. <laughs> if you that's because they were the they feet, were b boys, bro. Dude, the feet are insane, bro. Straight up, huge ass Adidas forums, bro. Donning ginormous <laughs> ass sneakers. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'll do my. We'll do honorable mentions after and make that quick. But uh, that's my number one side by side. You're only young once. Respect. Lennon or Thank Eric. You. Eric first. Uh, I'll preface this by saying Youth Crew is definitely not my favorite style of hardcore, but I love moshing to stuff. So, Floor Punch Division One Champs. I think this is the Let's most go. moshable fucking right. Youth Crew record yeah. ever. That's so like, fucking sick. Lennon, good one, I forgot man. to ask this uh, when we were talking about the Scarab show, but forever ago in the chat, you asked what's the most moshable youth crew song ever and i said no exceptions is that yeah. why is that why you covered is that why you did that cover for Scarab? uh no actually brezza suggested that we do that cover so i mean that's such a sick cover because i i do think that, that is the most like moshable youth crew song ever yeah it's awesome i don't know if i agree that it's the most but it's it's up there I'd have yeah, to really I think like the whole like last like minute of the song is just like nonstop dance. Yeah, it's awesome. But yeah, that's that's my number one. I mean, I, I respect like all the old shit, but personally, this is like the one I go back to more than more than ever for youth. Oh, that's that's fine, bro. There's nothing wrong with that. Respect. Lennon. Uh, my number one is my favorite hardcore record of all time. Bringing it down. Um, Let's go. I think that. I it, and it's only very slightly above we're not in this alone but uh everything about it like that we talked about the production the epic metal riffs um the lyrics being like really fucking actually emotional and like very personal like yep. it's pretty dope um it's uh the blueprint for a lot of things that came after it in the 90s that I really love all of the like earth crisis strife kind of core all came out of judge out of that LP. Um, I like youth of today as a, to kind of tie in what you were talking about, Sig, about like liking bands better than like whatever. I like, I think youth of today is a better band than judge, but I think judge yeah, I would down that. better is a better record than any single youth of today record. That's the way I always explain it to people. Like, I guess if you think about it, like, I don't know, youth of the day has two crazy LPs. Yeah, but I think bringing it down is better than both of those. Yeah, it just has that like certain like hardness pause for me that like sets it over the top. You know what I mean? Like the sounds corny, but like the aggression and shit and bringing it down is just unmatched in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, Dan. I'm just gonna say floor punch. Just everything. I love everything equally that they've ever done. So, uh, oh, new, I mean, so New Jersey, the, the discography. Yeah, I'm picking New Jersey. The discography. That's yeah, I mean, it has the straight ahead cover on it. It's got the song Floor Punch. Dude, the straight ahead, the, the complete butchering of the solo on the straight ahead cover is really awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. It's old school. It's very old school, yeah. I mean, that's a perfect band. And they talk about, too, like... Dude, they're so good. At the time, they were just trying to do New York shit, so, like, Youth of Today... Breakdown, Crow Mags, and you can hear all that throughout. Yeah, every floor punch release, like it's just that. 
For anyone who hasn't, I would really recommend going and listening to the 185 Miles South episode where they deep dive on, on floor punch. It's so good. So they, good. They put together, like, the context for, like, that being coming out and, like, how hardcore was at the time, and, and it just makes it that much cooler and better. Man, I, I will give a shout-out to them in general. 185 Miles South, in my opinion, is, like, the actual best hardcore podcast. Yeah. Like – like when we do this, I'm not even like doing like a bit. Like we're f- like not insulting when we're fucking stupid for the most part. Yeah. Like we just kind of talk and whatever comes out comes out. These guys like do a lot of research. Uh, they've been around for it and it shows, and they put a lot of time into it. And people like myself, everyone on here, really appreciate it. So shout out to 185 Miles South. They're awesome. Yeah, it rocks. Uh, they also have a really off subject they have an amazing unbroken episode two that's the one that got me into that pod so good if you haven't listened to that do yourself a favor um it's fucking awesome but um do we just have matt left yep i think so uh i mean my number one's we're not as alone and we've already talked on it like four times yeah but it is just one of the one of the goats Uh, i mean they step it up you think it's better than bringing it down um for me personally, yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't think either one's wrong. Am I the yeah, only one that prefers they're... Break Down the Walls? And Dude, this Break Down the Walls is really good, but like, I feel like the A side of Break Down the Walls is like really, really good, and the B, and the B side is like okay. kind of whatever. Yeah. One on this alone is like Just every epic. song is really good. Literally also, epic tits. <laughs> honorable <laughs> dude. Honorable mention for the for the. Youth of Today sleeper track together, um, which yes. is one of my personal favorites. I wish yep. that it was on one of the records, but uh, the version on uh, Together Comp is also dope. Actually, the, the way it is version, I think, is better. Yo, the B side of We're Not in This Alone has Understand, which is the one dude, of the that best. That one's awesome. One of the best skank parts ever. Yeah, dude. Every song, every song on the record is good. And I mean, they step the lyrics up a little bit. It's like it's like a, taking it to another level. Besides, you know, like stabbed in the back is obviously like awesome. Hard. But I think that uh, you know w- the songs on One on This Alone like kind of take it up a notch. It's not so much about like kind of like the reactive, you know, scene kind of songs. I mean, you got No More, classical animal rights type song. You got um, a little. He's like a little bit on the Krishna tip with the lyrics. You could obviously tell with like what goes around. Howdy, howdy, like, Ram, Ram, uh, howdy, howdy. Yeah. Yeah. And then they've got like in the in the insert, it's got like the book list and it's got like the Bhagavad Gita and like some other like Krishna type books. Um, but dude, Word on the Alone is just so dope. And again, I know I've I've nerded out on like all the covers, but like the album art for Word on this oh, Alone. So like good. they're literally just yeah. like posted up. It's so sick. The colors too. I love the colors. Dude, the red the is like it's yeah. so dope. And it's like the, a just the pers- it's a specific shade of red, and they have the blue yeah. lettering. It's just yeah, like, the, the photo oh. is faded so perfectly. Yeah, yes. it's awesome. And then the font of yeah. the Youth of Today logo with like the little stop sign, the no more thing next to it. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, dude! Now it's it's so good. Not a not a. Uh, we talked about uh, the Christian thing. What if I brought it back for just a second to the beginning when Burning Lord covered Life of My Own? What if they handed it off? And someone did the Krishna part. That would have been awesome. I may maybe would have fucking fainted, bro. I would have I would have converted <laughs> right then and there. <laughs> bro. 
Dude, the beads, the beads would have materialized around my Christian, neck. Christian, 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 dude, one of the fucking funny. I'm, I'm getting so off track. The funniest video ever is Gromax playing. This is hardcore when he says, "Take it away, Rastaman," and then the fucking <laughs> the one dude, dropped, you know, the dude. I forget his name. He does like all the mosh videos and shit. Oh, Balaram. Balaram. He starts yeah. literally doing the chant and doing like aerial maneuvers to it, and it's just simply dope, bro. <laughs> One of so the funniest, awesome. one of the funniest parts in any video ever. Um, <laughs> all right, honorable mentions. We don't really have to talk about them, just to you know, not be too punishing. Yeah, I only had one because I just wanted to keep it. Uh, I don't know. It's monkey fellow Zurich straight edge go. Yes. Right? Uh, it's the alone in a crowd seven inch. Oh yes, dude. I think that's a really, really, really good. Is anybody inch. there? Is anybody there? Is one of the all the songs? Some of the lyrics a little questionable on some of the tracks. You know what I mean? Well, I think we all know about, the lyric. I think we all know the lyric you're referring to. You'd be talking about a little something, but uh, I straight up love this seven inch. I still listen to it pretty regularly. I think "When Tigers Fight" is one of the hardest songs ever written. Yeah, like straight up. Like, feel like it's hard to argue that. But uh, is anybody there? Also, the live video of him in the classical dude. The classical hooded moshers get up, saying the first couple lines to while nothing is playing. Like, oh, gives me chills, bro. Dude, uh, the story about that is that he's wearing because he's wearing the, is it a Project X schism shirt, the red one? It, yes, it is over the white shirt, hoodie. Yeah, the, the white story. Hoodie. The story is that he took that off and somebody stole his Project X shirt off the stage at that show. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> R.I.P. I know I said I wasn't gonna gonna talk about the honorable mentions yet. Here we are, but uh, I fucking love Alone in a Crowd. So that's I only got one just to be to the point. So that's that's mine, Eric. Like, would you guys consider like Bane and old and in my eyes like new school youth crew? Uh, in my eyes is definitely revival. In my eyes, yeah, yeah in my eyes for sure. Bane, Bane, no, not as much, but like that, nothing to hide in my eyes. Record is really good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that one rocks. I mean, I That's feel like a lot like... of people consider them one of the best of the revival era. Yeah, I would yeah. say so. Definitely to, lost to, to the sands of shit. time as well. I think musically, musically, like nothing to hide. Like that record is really good. I just don't really listen to it very much. But like when I was in high school, like that was like top of the rotation. But uh, yeah, I yeah, they kind of got lost a lot when I was younger. I will say, in my eyes, has. Uh, for that one record is the worst album artwork of all time. With the face, it's crazy. The, the yes. it's, it's crazy. Can yeah. I, okay, can I can I punish you guys with the lore for that? Of course, that's what this is about. All right, so there was a podcast. I think it was turned out a punk, and like the guitarist of In My Eyes did like a two parter, and I listened to it on a plane like many many years ago. And the story was that they wanted to do like I think the original plan because it was Pusshead who did the art. And I guess the original thing was they wanted it to be just the eyes, but I think somehow it got like the other idea happened where it was going to be the face. And I guess the uh, story goes that the guitarist of, of in my eyes got a phone call from Richie Birkenhead when he was working at uh working at rev. And he was like, Hey man, like this record art is like too weird. Like, why don't we do something that looks more like break on the walls? Like, just a live picture with the with the logo over top. And I guess the dude from In My Eyes' retort was like, bro, you're in Into Another. You don't get to tell me about, like, what's a weird art or not. And I always thought that was just, like, a very funny, funny little bit of lore. And then they did end up going with the bizarre face 
uh, art, and I forget who that's based off of. The it's dude's funny. got the shingles. It's he got shingles or something. It's based crazy. off of somebody in their crew. Rickets. I don't remember who it is. <laughs> they get like all the it's one crazy. Of the best punk artists of the eighties, and they, they and I they guess the other thing too. The other thing too was they were like, "Yo, they were like, yo, Pusshead, like, do this art, but you can't put any skulls on it," which is also very funny. Yeah. Lord have mercy. Uh, is that it, Eric? Yeah. All right, Lennon. All right, my I got five honorable mentions. I'll tr- I'll go quickly through them. Uh, number five, Outspoken Survival Seven Inch. Oh, uh, I love Outspoken. This is my least favorite Outspoken material, but one of this my is favorite the, bands ever. This mine too. This is the only one I would actually classify as youth crew. If I felt like I could call Light and Look Beyond youth crew, then oh well, yeah. But if I felt like I could call. Light in the Dark Youth Crew, that probably would have made my actual top five. Um, yeah. Number four. Yes, yeah, same. I didn't think that they were like a youth crew band. I don't consider any. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, the seven inch. It's under the umbrella 100%. Is the seven inch? The seven inch is 1990, right? Or is it 89? You know, no, the demo is 89. 90 is, is uh, survival. Yeah. Okay. Did they ever, did they, they had to have played with you today or at least like some of those bands? Like probably. they definitely played with, I know they played with Chain because I've seen the flyer. That, I mean, yeah. I'm so I'd sure say I'd say they're they're once. they're up there. I say maybe. I mean, they definitely don't stay that vibe. But like no. the demo, like the look beyond demo is like sounds like it could have been from a New York band. Like they could have been playing the Anthrax or something. Um, number four. I know that they've kind of been. This has kind of been memed. But if you really, maybe now it's been long enough to where bands don't cover Straight Edge Revenge anymore, and it's not a weird meme. But the Project X seven inch. Um, I actually think that Straight Edge Revenge is not the best Project X song. Dance I think Floor Justice. Absolutely not. Dance Floor Justice. Yeah. Ungodly hard. That's so good. About fighting members of Anthrax and their thrash metal friends. Dude, there's a drunk in the pit. Yeah, apparently I read on a, I think it was an interview on Double Cross where they were talking – somebody was talking about how those, that song was specifically about Anthrax and their friends. I had no idea that was <laughs> what it was about. That's awesome. That's awesome. I didn't know really that funny. either. Um, uh, number three, Side by Side, uh, You're Only Young Once. Um, dope, dope shit. Uh, nothing bad to say about it. I just don't like it quite as much as the five things I picked for my top five. Um. Number two, Gorilla Biscuits start today. This one, I went back and forth between this and Division One Champs. And in all honesty, start today is one of my favorite records ever. I just really felt like I wanted to have a revival era record in my top five also. Yeah. Um, so that's why Gorilla Biscuits got nudged out. And then uh, number one, uh, honorable mention, Chain of Strength, the one thing that still holds true. Just because I couldn't pick between the two seven inches because uh, I like them both. The only reason that I didn't put this on my actual top five is because it's like a collection and not and not like a legit record in my brain. So yeah, fair enough. Uh, Dan, I've got a couple. Uh, I'm gonna start it with something out of left field. Uh, far from breaking the identity seven inch, I think this is nice. a contender for one of the best youth group records post two thousand. Uh, 
I feel like no younger kids probably know what this is. It's pre-Iron Age doing Chain of Strength worship. It was on Youngblood, right? Yeah. Oh. Awesome 7-inch. Next, Bold Speak Out. We don't have to say much about that. Uh, After that, the Insight 7-inch. Nice. Respect. Doesn't have their best song, but the 7-inch is fucking awesome. The best song is the one on... Yeah, Silent Shore is the best one, but Silent Shore is also not really youth crew either. That's just something else. So... It's, it's future vaguely, music. Yeah, it's 1991 hardcore. Yeah. Oh, slap bass uh, and all. Next, Beyond, the LP. Yes. And Ansel last... cover Vitality no more, bro. No. They should. I got, I got three more. This one might not count, but Against the Wall, Identify Me. Two, Hard Stance, the 7-inch. And three, Fast Break, Don't Stop Trying. All good. Nice. I want to throw Magnus on there for Regency bias, but I think there's other youth crew bands I like more than Magnus. So we did it. Oh wait, Matt, what's your Matt. honorable mentions? All right, um, dude, I I could give like ten honorable mentions, oh, but I will uh, I will condense it. it. Yeah. Oh, trust me. I really had to weasel this one down because I had such a dude. Such I already know. That- you were in class, your kids were doing whatever, and you were holding your head thinking about how to make a top five youth crew list, bro. That's pretty accurate, actually. It was terminal. Okay, so my honorable mentions, I had a couple that like people have mentioned, so I kind of switched them around a little bit, but just because they're not the actual list, I figured, you know, I'll throw in some other things that people might want to hear. Um, now, will you guys want to hear it? That's another question. Um, so for my number <laughs> number five... I've got um, the uh, the over the line demo. Any of y'all ever mess with that? No. It's awesome. It's so, so the guy that did tension building zine mm-hmm. was the dude that sang in over the line. I know and over it's the like line. It's a straight demo. edge demo. Well, I don't know. I don't know anything about that, brother. I know the over the line demo that uh, was then released as a seven inch on uh, Crucial Response. Um. Oh. For four, I've got the uh, Sportswear CD comp with both the seven inches on it. I knew this um, fucking guy was going to say Sportswear. <laughs> I did. I put it on there. I, I put it on there it. specifically. Yeah, I about to say you knew for the it was bit. Coming. Yeah, I put it on there specifically for the bit because uh, okay, it is, dude. It's dope. It sounds like bold, but like played by dudes in the '90s with like better production. It's awesome. No, no, it is, it is so good, but I know you did not put it on there as a bit. I know you actually. It's uh, no bit. You like it. I do it's like good. it. It is good. Could've it put, is. I could have put eyeball on there. All right, um, let's keep it. Oh, I'm shocked you didn't have all eyeball. All right, so all right, so for three, I've got the uh, unit pride seven inch. Oh uh, fuck! I forgot about that. God damn it! Awesome. Yeah, it's just awesome. What about um, can't kill a dream? <laughs> dude, yeah. Um, shout out to the <laughs> the live set. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so what's my what's my number two? Um, I have Speak Out as my number two, but I know that that's gotten brought up a couple times. Um, they're just like, I mean, again, they're just like classical youth crew type hardcore. Um, the like the I guess the bonus tracks on there, like uh, like Strength Through Hope and stuff, like those songs are awesome. And then uh, my number one for my honorable mention is the Hands Tied Seven Inch, easily the best Tim McMahon record, and that's not even close. Yeah. Um, it's just awesome. Like every song is good. 
like mouthpiece, you know, say what you will. They've got like a handful of really good songs and then a lot of not good songs, but the hand side seven inch, every song is good. The one that they put out as like their reunion seven inch is not good, but this one is just awesome. Uh, the album cover is like pretty dope. It's like kind of funny, but like really cool at the same time. Cause it literally is like a pair of hands that are tied. Um, but it's, it's classic dude. Like nothing can compare. It's just like a dope song. Um, and I guess I will also throw in something even above the hands tied seven inch just to wrap it up. And that's going to be the instead will make the difference seven inch. Buddy, we, we've, yeah. we're, putting, we're putting respect on instead in this bitch. Oh yes, of course. Always. <laughs> so that's ultimate six. virgin band. Yeah. I probably could have knocked the over the line demo out of the fifth spot and moved everything else down one, but you know, I wanted to give them a shout out because I did buy an over the line shirt from a European type fellow one time and he just like uh, never sent it to me. So I'll never see that shirt. Idiot. <laughs> Thank God we made made it through this. No mention of up, upfront. No upfront at all. Oh, Thank absolutely God. not. Absolutely I, not. I'm tight. Should we give it a few? Okay, but. Should we should we all give a quick final thought and then so that we can leave and and go to sleep? Yeah, my I'll, sure. I'll say my final thought is uh, there's a lot of people who think this music this style of hardcore is whack and not hard and just lame, and I truly will just never understand that. Like, I don't know. Straight edge. It literally shocks me to my core, bro. Turn off fucking kickback. And Archangel and all that nonsense, bro. <laughs> and just listen to fucking listen to side by side or judge. Just try one song. You probably will <laughs> like it, bro. Uh yeah, but all joking aside, these bands are legendary and made hard for what it is, obviously. So if you don't like it sonically, you should at least throw respect on it. Thanks. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, I think like you said today, GB Judge, like that just created like the foundation of so much hardcore that people do like nowadays that if you're not going to respect that i don't know i mean you should at least appreciate the history behind it yeah but for sure here's the thing old school the, again old school eric is is the most hard hardcore guy out of all of us and he can he can find a way to respect the classics you know what he had I mean? wide awake on his list that's so gangsta bro i mean that I shit's good it. honestly that's awesome dan uh, I mean, you can kind of like what Eric said. You can trace the the lineage from really hard shit to Youth of Today and all these bands. I mean, like everyone says that Death Threat kind of sounds like Chain of Strength. There you go. Yeah, Thanks. I think yeah. Joe. I think like Joe Hardcore like has some of the best shit to say about this because he was like, when I saw Judge at that fucking Black and Blue Bowl that they played the first show ever, like Kev One was in the pit for Judge. With that Joe. tells you literally all of it. So that's that's what it's literally all about. Quite literally. yeah. It's like that these bands somehow shaped bands like Bulldoze and fucking Shattered Realm just by being tastemakers just way earlier on. Uh, Matt, you like Youth Crew genuinely probably more than any soul I know. So, <laughs> what are your final <laughs> thoughts? And I have I have a proposal after that. But I have okay. one thing I want to say before. Okay. before but Mac, you can go first, and then I'll give my final thoughts. All right. Um, I mean, I, I kind of agree with everything that you guys have said. I think that if you like hardcore, 
and you can't find something to appreciate with the bands of this era, then you truly don't get it. You don't like uh, I think especially, yeah, I think especially, you know, if you're straight edge and you think that like you today sucks or that like bold is crap or whatever, like to a degree, I can understand like some hesitance, but like you got to appreciate it and like, just read the lyrics. Like, that's all I got to say. Read the lyrics. Like these dudes, like as corny as it is, like they really did write the book on so much of the stuff that we now like associate with hardcore. And uh, regardless of, you know, what they may be doing these days, uh, especially when they were writing those records, like there's a level of sincerity there. Um, Now, not with every band, but I would say with like what you would consider to be like the upper echelon of like youth crew bands, they have a level of sincerity there that like you don't see as much today. And I think that, uh, especially with like youth of today, like those dudes literally like brought straight edge back from the grave of like BYS and SSD doing like cock rock records. And they literally paved the way for like everyone else after them. Like there's a reason why, even when you look up bands, like the most random, um, like kind of more like metallic nineties bands, like these dudes are wearing, you know, youth of today shirts and like chain and judge and gb and all that like the influence is there even if you don't necessarily realize it sonically like it's they really did like lay the foundation for everything else agreed bro lennon this is just the best bro youth of today is actually classical music it's not hardcore the genre (laughs) um classical music my my, this is the, the last thing i'll say this is this is the best way to put it Youth crew, this type of hardcore, this is like traditional tattooing. You can see some weird, wacky, experimental shit and be like, oh, that's pretty cool. But like, (laughs) this is just the shit that fucking 40 years from now will stand the test of time. The bread and butter. It will still be fucking incredible. You can always go back to it. And it's always going to be, it's going to age perfectly. Other things that you may like. You may be like really into something for like a few years and then go back and be like, oh man, that was really of that time. Or like that was really something I was really into at this period and it's kind of weird to me now. This shit is just fucking built to last, bro. This type of shit, we will still be, hardcore kids will still be fucking talking about Judge and Youth of Today in the year. We're dead and gone, bro. So I like that. I like that. I'll put it this way, bro. Look at the fucking Break Down the Walls cover. With the most violent, positive finger painting <laughs> in the fucking Nikes. The Nikes, bro. Dawning the Nikes with the craziest finger point of all time. X'd up hand. That shit should make you erect. Some of this shit be like Asics <laughs> and New Balance, it man. It's just trendy now. Nikes are timeless. This this shit is timeless, <laughs> all right? You're, I mean, that's a literal fact, but... uh. My proposal before we end this, can we do this again, but we all pick five evil bands for Eric? Sure. Oh, yeah. You know I can pick down. five evil bands. We sure. would have to figure out a way what, what constitutes evil, but I think that actually really cool to just see the other side of the uh, coin. Yeah, we can let old school Eric. Uh, we can let old school Eric yeah, kind of run the Eric, chat next. We, don't, we won't. We'll, you will make the parameters for the next episode, and it'll be our top five evil hardcore bands. 
uh, evil's kind of broad but we'll definitely do something like we'll that figure it out. yeah we'll do it yeah. all we'll figure it out off air but that's gonna what I, I want the next episode to be that i think that'd be fun i'm down all right I'm all down. right everyone's tired thank you everyone for listening um yeah any last words anyone Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> more, 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 more five or six or four, five, six band hardcore shows. Five. Yeah. Yeah. Five. More youth five crew bands. Five. Keep it to keep it to more, five. More youth crew bands. Face the Listen pain. To demo. Unit pride. Face the pain demo coming in 2024. Right. Need. Don't right. listen to upfront. Don't stream it. Don't give them money. <laughs> Listen All to right. Unit Pride and Wide Awake. Bye. <laughs>